Let's get started. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. the underground world, every street and burrow. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. Wow. Just zero energy on that one, huh, Kamar? Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd. Join us always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. What the fuck is going on? Okay, that's the energy we're looking for. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernons. We're then going to talk about each guest. The talking points give our opinions with this, that, and the next. But first, Kamara's going to go over the new patrons for March Madness. March Madness is all about disappointments, as we know. And I'm very disappointed with the slow start we got, but that doesn't mean we didn't get any patrons. I'm confused. Am I supposed to say names now? Well, there was only that one guy who was like, don't say my name. So I think unless someone specifically... Listen, if you join the Patreon, we're going to say your name. So unless you hit us up beforehand, and even if you do hit us up beforehand, strong chance we're going to miss the message anyway. <laughs> well, I'm throwing caution to the wind, and I'm giving a big shout-out to Colin Holmes. Come on fucking down. Shout-out, Colin, my man. You could always just use the first name. Yeah, if it's... I don't know, that just seems... Uh, like a bacon. It seems like anyone <laughs> like named Colin is just like getting a, a shout-out. Yeah. Man. Uh, but yeah, thank you to all the Patreons. Like and subscribe, smash that like button. Uh, in, post Joe. In everyone's defense, Kamar, we had, you, we had such a gangbusters February that it's tough to then go right into March. For yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know what I mean? I, I think I'm coming off ungrateful, but which is going to make <laughs> April showers just fucking <laughs> gangbusters or n- not? Has anyone finished the book? Thank you to all the Patreons. I'm, I'm midway through. I'm some chapters through. <laughs> it's an, a remarkable it's story. A very, it's a very long. It's a lot. It's a lot. And uh, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> I can't imagine reading it like with my eyes. I just that still I just I just still love that it was like an extra episode every week is too much. <laughs> so we, we put it down to an extra episode a month. And then that was too much. <laughs> so someone came up with the idea. Let's read a fucking book. Let's put our eyes on a page and read a full 20-hour book. Unfortunately, this is just the longest book ever. A normal book to listen to takes about the amount of time of a podcast, you know? As someone who has 50 or 60 books in my... That's just wrong. You're just lying. It's about eight hours a book. No, no. It depends on the book. Yeah, it depends on the book. Okay, I'll put it... I find that, like, fiction and nonfiction come in around seven, eight hours, sure. But anything with information in it, um, like any book Joe recommends that has information is going to be fifteen to twenty three hours. That's a, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot. Of yeah, hours. it is. That's why my next book is going to be like Animal House. A quick, quick hour and a half. Listen, just rip through that bad boy. Kamar, how was your week? You mean Animal Farm? No, Animal House with John with uh, John Belushi. We're going to read that. Nice, nice. double <laughs> <Yeah>. down, double <laughs> down. <laughs> I was willing to go with it. I don't know. Maybe they yeah. used the the. Maybe they made the movie. Animal after Farm's a, a bit dark. I, I was looking for some little lighter Simon for some rape and you know. Oh, great week! I've been working lots of shows. Um, been out in the country. You've been up, up around Edelweiss. I haven't been to Alley and Travis. That area, it's beautiful. Asking. And um, 
I did. Did you just uh, ask though if in my life I've ever been up to I, Edelweiss? I've area? never been up where I am right now. Really? Yeah. Interesting. You haven't. Exp- you haven't. I'm on been the to- other side, like all around Valdemar. You like- had never been up to my cottage. Is that the road you take? Well, I was. We passed Edelweiss on our way up there. I've never been up to your once. Cottage. I think I've been to your cottage. To be honest with you, so well, I don't own it anymore. Never. So. No, I've never been to your cottage. Um, okay, that, that's not true. Anyways. Wait, you guys sold your cottage? Sorry, I didn't we know. We used to have a cottage in the Gatnos. Like so you still have a cottage, up. is what you're saying? Yeah, the one I'm talking about that is up by Edelweiss. We no longer. Have. But the DT one is still there, right? The ball and ass one. No, that was the ball. Oh, that was one. the ball and ass. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, we went to House of Targ. It's an all right place. Sorry I didn't show up. Um, I'm sure I wasn't missed. Yeah, everyone was missed. Koss's band played, and they play all 80s. Wow. But live, so it's really good. People are singing along, and uh, we did some mushrooms. Then I had to work at 7 in the morning, and uh, 8 hours, and then I got called in to do uh, the shows last night. So that's why I am drained. Hold on. You You worked Saturdays? Sometimes I got called in, but what was interesting is the event was a powwow. Oh, you worked at the, you didn't, you weren't painting. No, no, no. Okay. Now it's making more sense. Not some center of anything. (laughs) (laughs) But um, there was a, there's a powwow, like big room, just stinking a sage or smelling a sage, whether you like it or not. Hate it. But I'd like to go to another one. It was pretty cool. And if you can imagine, um, I find any First Nation ceremonies very, uh, I don't know, they bring something out of you. But there was like guys just banging on drums and people are screaming, not screaming, like chanting. And if you could, this was a small, there's probably like 400 people there. If you can imagine a big one, you know that that, uh, you're talking about uh, crowds singing a whole song, the whole thing together gets pretty intense. And then I did some shows last night and uh, I'm here to fucking drop the knowledge. But yeah, I'm drained. That was my week. Simon, what about you? How was your week, kind sir? I have nothing that interesting. It's just a shit week. My car's broken again. That sucks. That does suck. That's a real, that's always a nice money pit. I don't even know what to do. I can empathize. If I should like fix it or scrap it or. Oh, scooter. Is that what I should do, Kamara? That's interesting. Could you not get a company car, at least for the tax benefit? I know you still have to buy a car. I realize it's not saving you money in the sense that, like, you get a free car. But I'm just saying, would it not Would it not save you money if you bought a company car? Oh, I'm also, sure because the, the depreciation goes to the company. I've said that for 10 years. As well, right? I've said that for 10 years. Okay, sorry. No, no, something we don't know. How he long seems do you think- like I'm pissing him off by mentioning You are. <laughs> How okay. long do you think it takes to get to my house to the uh, Chateau on my scooter? Uh, is the answer, I don't care? Yeah. 15, 17 minutes. You're right. That's, that's what I think. I thought it was really fast. Exactly 17 minutes. He's correct? Yeah. That's interesting that you asked well, this 16, wacky it's question. 16, it's 16. But, I was pretty close. I mean, 18, he'd be Oh, did you too. say 16 kilometers? No. He, I, I don't. No, it's not that far. Anyways, I don't know. He's so, going a kilometer hold, a minute on hold, that thing? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You just asked, how long... Do you think it takes me to get from my house yeah. to the... Sh- Shadow Laurier. Shadow Laurier. On, scooter. Yeah. on the scooter. Correct. He answered... 17 minutes. 17 minutes. Correct. Which was exactly right. Yes. No, I was one minute off. No, it was 16... Who knows it was 16 minutes and 50 seconds. Like, gotcha. Okay, yeah. 
It was, it's very close. And your reaction was just like total nonchalance. I thought you were going to say a half hour. Say, total nonchalance just fucking ran right over it. Oh, wait. So you're impressed that I got it. And you're you're angry that he... Well, I think you collaborated somehow to... Like, well, no, I don't even understand. You saw my reaction. I said, guess. You said, I was like, yeah, that's it. Hold on. I want to... Wait, wait. What? Wait, wait. I want to extrapolate a little further, though. So you believe, you believe that as some sort of gag, Kamar called me at some point before the podcast and was like, Maddie, listen, I'm going to ask during the podcast how long it takes to get to Shadow Laurier on my scooter. <laughs> Just so you know, it's 16 Maybe minutes. You guys don't answer. answer. Hold on. Yeah, don't yeah, answer yeah, 16 on. on the nose because that's going to seem a bit suspicious. That's like cheating on tests. Get <laughs> yeah, yeah. a couple wrong. Say something like 15 and then change it to 17. And then I'll say you're right and I'll act totally okay. nonchalant. You won't care. <laughs> that's crazy. Yes, yes, that is. I meant more like, I don't know, maybe Kamar last week told you about this because he tends to repeat himself a lot. So it wouldn't surprise me that he'd tell the same story twice. Can I give an example? You, again, this is just, this is just, this is just me guessing. I'm going to guess that outside of like walking to dinners close to your home, you have only driven your car for the last 20 years. 25 yeah. years. Yes, that's true. Yeah, I mean, so Kamar and I are more well-versed. We know distance. Other, yes, yeah, other yeah, modes yeah, of yeah, transportation, yeah. walking, running, biking, skateboarding. Okay. okay. That was all. Fine. I still think hitting it on the nose it, it seems fishy. It's fine. Great. I uh, If it's not collusion, then it's brilliance, and he should give you your proper due. Kamar, so either way. I'm in the wrong. <laughs> we better hope that I don't do well in the movie game this week, or it's going to be a fucking problem. We better hope we can figure out a movie. There wasn't a lot of film talk. I think something's going to come up organically, though. Um, I'm going to say something because it's my week turn. And I all love thumpings. <laughs> <laughs> I caught that too. I was going to let it go, though. Um, my week was fine, whatever. I did some digging into my. <laughs> I've, I've mentioned the 1950s twice in the last two podcasts. You mentioned the what? I'm sorry. The 1950s and the tax rate being 90%. Okay. I hate you so much. Why is he here? <laughs> okay, Why don't on. you just call in from now on? Do this from home. It'll be much easier for see, everyone. Uh, go, go on. Uh, Sam Cedar on Valuetainment? No. I don't. He, was, he was talking exactly about that. Oh, was he? No. I did some digging because when I talk about something often, I'm like, I should really make sure I know. 90% only, uh, there's only three people in the U.S. that fit under that. And it was like Joe DiMaggio, Ted Williams, and someone else. He said it worked out to ninety uh, percent after three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, now that'd be like three million or whatever. No, no, no. And I, I'm fine with all that math. Like that math still works out. If you make four million dollars a year, you pay the highest tax rate. Whatever. The point being, no one apparently paid that ninety percent tax rate. Uh, it became very difficult for them to levy taxes on anyone because everyone was finding every loophole, and they ended up taking in less tax. The reason. The U.S. did so well in the 1950s was because it was post-World War II. Europe's um, infrastructure and factories had been destroyed. So Europe wasn't creating a lot. of Europe was rebuilding after its own countries war, after yeah. the war, right? So <clears throat> China wasn't China, which meant the U.S. made, I think it was something between 61 and 65% of all the world's goods. So, of course, there was jobs for everyone. Of course, everyone was making money. Didn't matter what the tax rate was. If everyone has a job and there's, then yeah, the country's going to do well. When you stop making everything, either way, I just wanted to correct myself because I often sound like a fucking idiot and I'd like to go back. And So this was the way that they inflated the market after the war was over? Is that the idea? No, they didn't. There was no market to inflate. They just, it was very simple. Everyone came back from the war. Everyone had a job. There was no like, 
If you wanted to work, there was work for you, and it was work that paid well. Factories paid well. People had, you know what I mean? The union started coming up. Everyone, they raised everyone out of poverty. If you were in the middle class, you went up. If You, were, you know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. And they charged people 90% tax? They did, actually, yes. But, but again, but but it was what symbolic, Kamar, sort of. What Kamar said was this. It was, Simon, if you made over 360 k a year, you were in that. There was only three people in the whole of the U.S., Making more than that. Oh, so sorry. Yes, gotcha. I the money understand. above three hundred and sixty is what you get taxed. <laughs> yeah. So what we're saying well, now again, what Kamar is saying is, if you extrapolate that to today, it would mean that if you made more than like five million dollars a year, you would enter that tax rate. If you yeah, made five million dollars, two million dollars of it, it would be taxed be. at ninety percent. Yeah, that's good stuff. Mm-mm. No, ninety is too be, high. It would be not. No, that, that's what the idea was. I'm not saying what's. Keep in mind, too, I want to say this. I said both weeks that it only works if you have full trust in the government and the people running it, right? Like right now, if you told me that they're moving the tax rate to 90%, we'd all be up in arms because we don't trust these cocksuckers to spend any of that money properly, right? That's the problem. Yeah. So, like, even right now at a 50% tax rate, you're like, well, fuck them because they're just lining their own pockets. I'd rather gamble I mean, it and I don't just really care. keep it it's in the not market. my money. It is your money. What are you talking well, about? Well, now it's my money, but I'm saying if they're just taking that from people who are fucking 500 millionaires or whatever that's called, like, what do I fucking care, you know? Would merchants, if they took do away... Whatever, do whatever you want with it. It just means that uh, it's going somewhere. What I mean, though, is that if they're still taxing you at a 50% rate, yeah, you're yeah, making no, 100 no, grand a year, they're yeah, taking half that, your money. That's no good. I'm, I'm, we weren't <laughs> suggesting that, though. It was only over a certain... It amount, only works right? if the government's competent. Yes, yeah. Which is hasn't been the case for a long time. I forgot to tell you this. This was really funny, or I think it was really funny. Anyways, um, I don't know what dream I was having. I fell asleep on the couch, and I woke myself up by going, "Girl," <laughs> which I can only assume I was having like a dream of being like a black chick or something. Like I have no idea. And my wife just starts cracking up and. I realize that I'm not dreaming anymore, and I've said that. But, dude, for uh, I just every time I hear somebody go "girl," I just lose it, man. I start crying. It's funny you mention that. I woke Mary up the other night, and she went, "Oh boy!" <laughs> like I, you woke Mary. Up. Yeah, she was asleep on the couch, oh, like I you. What, I was yeah, like, I "Let's gotcha. go to bed." So I woke her up. Well, and maybe then, she thought you were gonna like. She was gonna get lucky. Get, get the good? No, she wasn't. Uh, Kamar, can we go over the guest list this week? Uh, yeah, uh, what do we got there? We start off with our, um, bro scientist, 1958, Andrew Huberman, followed by, uh, evolved sex differences experts, 1959, David Buss, and we finish off with, uh, everyone's favorite, 1960, Andrew Schultz, who, who, the first time we met him on the podcast was, like, a year in, maybe, of us doing this podcast, he, like, he's evolved and sort of had the most success i think maybe bert and tom but in different ways definitely bert and tommy fucking nuts there's no disrespect yeah, no, but no, like I mean, shawls isn't doing the well tours himself, yeah he's though. done listen i'm not shitting on shawls or his success at all all the power to him congrats i hope he makes it higher and i assume he will but i mean bert and tom had put in the 10 years prior to him getting in there I think that's the other thing, too. Like, he was Charlemagne's sidekick who had a podcast and then started. He just hasn't put in the time yet. Yeah. Uh, Tom is, I mean, dude, Tom and Bert are both touring the world. Mm-hmm. Now, give, 
again, Schultz has a very popular podcast. He's lifting up his people too, which I like. He's doing a, a Rogan type thing. Like you hate Akash. Simon hates Akash. You guys think he's useless. It was just the one time he did like a uh, morning television. You know, everyone, Bert has like eight of them. Mark Tom Norman has a, has a really good one where he's hungover. But Tom? they just they just ham it up. for the. It's a morning cable news, you know, a softball thing. And they just do something really funny. It goes viral. He tries to be this dick and it just doesn't play. He's at, just a dick. At, at all, at all, at all. There's like a 13-minute clip of him like getting angry at some guy in the crowd. Heckler destroys comic. Yeah. That's that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. It's it's, it's really bad. This guy's just being so obstinate, but like it, it just doesn't come across well. Anyways. Oh, that that'd be really easy to do. What's that? We'll just superimpose the conversation through the heckler and the comic over footage and have the heckler destroy the comic always. Yeah, that's versus good. having suffered in the actual. You should start doing in the that. moment. Yeah, I'm doing it. Do you want to rate the episode? Someone, anyone? The, the week, you mean? Yeah, that would, that's how we do it. Yeah. Considering you knew what I meant, you're just being a semantic. I'm, I'm dick, not. But. I'm just clarifying for the fucking four people who I give it. I give it. I give it. I give it a strong two. Yeah, I think you're being overly generous. I think but so too. I'll match that too, just so we can hear something good. There it is. No, the board's no. broken, well, so you we're know not what? getting it. Let's do an oral one. <laughs> we have an agreement, man. Thank man, you, Matt. Man. That was that Yeah, was I also give it a two because... Uh, well, I give that agreement a four. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, this week, this week, like... Yeah, this week stunk. This week fucking stunk. Stunk to high heaven. We should have agreed on a one. I gotta say this, too. I mean, it'll, it'll come up in humor, and it's fine. Let me... We'll just start. Let's start. For an array of reasons... But we'll start off with thank you. You have a strike. You have a stroke. You have a strike. Stop. Are you okay. That's not funny. Um, <laughs> for every wave we reasons. For an array of reasons. Oh, there we there. Oh, that's English. Whoa, that's what you were trying to say. Wow. Yeah, I was. That's incredible. Okay, for an array of reasons. There this you is go. a bad week. <laughs> Every time I make fun of him today, two seconds later, I do the same thing. I ridiculed him for spilling on himself. Two seconds later, I spilled all over myself. Dude, I ridiculed him, and then the next word I came out of my mouth was the wrong one. I said, said, strike. Uh, 1958, Angie Huberman. Okay, I want to get this out of the way right away. Joe is on this ice bath kick. That just... I don't know if... It's insane. I think he's trying to start an ice bath cult, and I'm not even joking. I just, I'm not sure he realizes that he is also a victim of um, fads. Like, when was the last time you heard him talk about the float tank? Or told someone they should get in the float tank? That has gone the wayside. Does he even have one in Austin? I think he has one. I think he still does. So, but that's my, but you see what I'm getting at is flavor of the week. There was a time where like everyone that came in. Well, listen, that's normal. Like he goes through stages, becomes interested. I'm not mad. Listen, I'm not mad at him for it. I'm just saying, I don't think he realizes that he too is a victim of these like sort of health fads. Now, keep in mind, if Joe is still floating, then it's not a fad to him. He still does it, but I'm sure he's still floating and lots of people still float. It's not like, would you float if you could have a tank? So he stopped doing it. Let's ask a better question. Okay, if you have two kids that are less than Simon's age, okay, you have two, I don't know, you have a 12-year-old and a 14-year-old, or a 12-year-old and a 10-year-old. Where do you find the time in the day to put in your eight hours of work 
Uh, you need 10 minutes in the cold plunge. You need a one-hour kettlebell workout. You also need some cardio. You need to get in the float tank. What else does he say that you need to do? You need to be on a vitamin regimen. Like, did you sauna yet? Well, we we I told you we have that stupid bag. No, no, he's it, saying. It, no, oh yeah, in the sauna. Yeah, like this is what I'm saying. Like it's only three minutes in the float. Can, can so. I tell you in what the, the, the difference path? is? And this is the part that I think you're just forgetting about is sure. that he has all these things on hand. It would be a different thing if like a normal person, he had to go to a gym mm-hmm. or he had to go mm-hmm. to a float mm-hmm. tank. He's got or a one he had stop to go shop. to one an stop ice shop. bath. Stop, stop, stop. Or not... He just, it's whatever. It's 10 minutes in, 10 minutes out for him. He's my into point. the next thing. It's fine that Joe lives the way he does and that he does what he does. That's fine. It's the preachiness with which he Oh, no, no, no. I'm agreeing with you. I'm like... Not all of us have all the stuff th- accessible. This is what I'm saying. So it becomes excessively hard and way harder to motivate yourself when those things aren't just on hand. Like, like this you know thing. what I'm saying? Yeah, when I hear To Joe, go to the gym in your basement. Yeah, when I hear Joe talk about kettlebells, I'm like, okay, that's something that's accessible to everyone. Everyone can go out and buy a $40 kettlebell. Most people have enough space in their room to do a 20-minute kettlebell workout. Even if you live in a bachelor in New York, you probably find enough room. But, like, yeah, everything else he's on lately seems very, like, dude, even vitamins and supplements. If you're living check to check, do you think, do you know how fucking much vitamins and supplements are? They're not cheap. I know, because Mary spends a ton on them. But it's not, like, you know, Joe talked about COVID and how everyone's living very tight and like people were losing their businesses and it's like well joe those same people can't afford to Huber, buy huberman talked about that did he okay good. how getting uh some of these therapies i thought he was stuff is very expensive and out of the reach of normal people sorry Kamara. i thought he was very um rude to huberman at the beginning where humans like yeah sometimes i just do like a nice bath that like 60 instead of minus 90 it's like you fucking pussy just do it man (laughs) no i couldn't believe that either but there's also then i was like this is huberman this guy does everything like huberman says he does 260 goes do you have a picture of that (laughs) can you prove you did that because he's all sudden threatened to buy it yeah that too yeah he was Uh, like yeah he just didn't buy it well who set up your has someone seen you do this what's the (laughs) the thermometer thermometer? yeah um um but what i was thinking i shouldn't be the only one laughing at my joke fellas this goes back Dicks. to tim ferris i don't know who that is you don't remember the four-hour body the four-hour week work week i mean he was the ground floor of rogan oh i remember tim ferris. i started taking cold showers these guys are pretty ferris. much the same guy but it's Huberman like joe knew all this stuff didn't adhere to it or maybe he's been taking cold showers and then got to the cold plunge but it's like renewed but we knew this we well, knew the Wim, Wim Hof has been around forever. Wim Hof. That's uh, Matt's point is like ice baths aren't a new thing. Joe's just on to them now. Yes, that's what my, that's yeah. why I said the fads because it seems like all the ads I get on my Instagram are for an ice bath. Well, the one thing is they're, they are talking about how beneficial it is. Yeah, no, so. for sure. And listen, like I am a sauna person and I understand that that's a great thing but not everybody has a sauna at their house you know what i mean and if you have to like get in your car in the morning to go take a sauna at the fucking gym i would never do that i just i would never it's too i have too many things to do it's takes out too much of a chunk of the day like i mean listen sorry no i was just gonna say if you're going to the gym like i'm with you if you're just going to sauna that's ridiculous but if you were gonna like if you're like okay i'm gonna go to the gym for an hour and a half I'll do a workout, a little cardio, and then, then okay, yeah. But I'm with you. You're not driving 
any amount of time to go take a 20 minute sauna. No fucking way. Or an ice bath for that point. You know what I mean? Not that I think they have communal ice baths anywhere, do they? That would be fucking weird. I'm also saying this knowing full well that I would love to do this, but it's just not like. But what I want to know. Did I just roll a joint with a joint here? What a fucking. Oh, that was for me. Um, What I want to know is someone may have explained to me, but say the ice bath is zero degrees. It can't be much colder or it's frozen, right? Well, first of all, he says 30. So yeah, but it's Fahrenheit Celsius. I get that. 30 is about zero I, or like one he, degree over. If he gets in and there's ice chunks like from, then yeah, his is at zero. I watched this guy on YouTube who goes out every morning and chops the ice on top of his ice bath. Yeah. And then gets in it, you know, so that's like that's the, that's that's the next best thing to do. It's fucking your own animal. Oh yeah, I, I, I watch him every day. I Sometimes get, uh, I get up and I don't want to watch the guy get in the tub, but I do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so <laughs> oh my god, it's so true. So what I'm asking, what I'm asking, <laughs> is if it's if it's zero degrees in the tub. When it's minus five, can you just stand outside your boxer shorts for three minutes? I asked you guys this. I said this like okay, three months ago. Okay, well, I didn't listen. Uh, I no, think- no, you laughed at me because you were like, "It's what I said was in the dead of winter, could I not just go stand outside for five minutes? I think it'd be too minutes? cold. That's I, what you said. You- I think you, um, I think it does something. Like it tricks your body into it, but it's not the same as getting into the water. Because here's what I don't get. So what is frostbite? Is frostbite cold wind burning yes, your skin? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, it's so you can't the, get frostbite No, 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 no. It is not cold wind burning your skin. the edge of your skin I just freezing. Watch- I just watched something where a guy got stuck in a freezer, mm-hmm. like a meat freezer. Yeah, yeah. I'm with so you, there's like no wind, no wind or and mm-hmm. got frostbite all over the place. It's just exposure to cold. But that was like minus and forty. It kills your. Yeah, it deadens the skin. So sign double minus five. It wasn't. It was five hours that he was in there. Five I don't hours. Know. Out. I don't know. I was a on fucking cold. injury court. I wasn't paying Sorry, attention. Sorry, you're the expert. But... I defer. Okay, that's well, it. Well, Kamar, you don't know. Like some there's some freezers aren't like that cold. What well, I mean is, not, like, there are some freezers that are definitely, like, fucking... That's a good question. I wonder. I don't think it was, like, a at? minus zero freezer, I guess, is my point. Oh, well, what? A fridge, it, it, you don't think it, was my, it wasn't, like, a deep freeze I freezer? I mean, maybe it was. I don't know. You, you watched it. Can you put <laughs> eggs in a... I guess can no you one put has eggs an, in a freezer. It sounds like no one has an answer for me no. then. No, so then it was a cold fridge. So it was a fridge, okay. And he got, and he got five frostbite. hours frostbite won one hundred and fifty thousand dollars from the judge. Oh, so it's a feel good story. Let's get into the legal sauce. <laughs> feel good story. <laughs> that's his tagline. This judge. Um, yeah, th- that's my question. Like, if you spent a half hour, which I guess well, you'd probably die of hypothermia, but three minutes. That's all you got. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Three. That's what Joe does every day. Yeah, yeah. Three, three hours, yeah. you're you would have like massive heart failure. I, I said imagine. thirty minutes. I didn't oh. say three and hours. you know, three hours. Yeah, you would definitely. Oh, see what a pussy I am. You know, when you turn on the shower, the cold water comes first. Yeah, I prefer to turn the shower on not in the presence of that water, and then come in once it's warmed up. Oh, dude, you that doesn't me? make you a pussy. That makes you a normal <laughs> human being. I was gonna say, Kamar, I turn on the shower, not a cold and then plunge, I a cold splash. I, I let sit the down whole for a five minute shit. I let the whole room. <laughs> Yeah. Run the shower. Yeah, it's a Jamaican <laughs> Get shower. Warm. Yeah. So when I I don't like that run the crazy shower. change of temperature. You run the shower for the children of the world that have nothing to drink. Like if, I do it for them. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so as you know, I'm living at my mother's house right now, which I swear to you, it's like the smallest place and yet the most ill-designed place in the world. Both the bedroom and the bathroom have no heat vents. Like they just the bathroom they're has not That's hooked freezing. up to the heat. That's vent. frigid. Yeah. So this is Carpets. It, it's fucking crazy, man. 
Carpets in the bathroom. Wow, that's a bold move. Got to be a real fucking murderer to have that. Yeah, I mean, carpets in the bathroom. There's a lot of negative things. Well, it's madness. And I saw a celebrity couple who had a carpeted bathroom. But if they had done like my brother built it up from scratch, they could have easily put in heated floors. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Just think about it. Heated floors would be fine. Even if you didn't have a vent and you had heated floors, those heated floors are amazing. Stand on them in your bare feet like you feel like a real champ. Either way, I want to do I would like to get into this cold plunge shit. I just know like my only memory of really cold water was when I was young, I fell in like a river in the winter and I was like never doing this. Yeah, again. but that's a, you got to consent. Yeah, I get it. No, and then, the hold water. on. And then the second one, though, was they did the cold water training at at uh, Brewer where they filled like a canoe with ice cold water and they made everyone put on your life jacket or something. No life jacket. No, you're in a fucking canoe of water. What are you going to drown? No, I meant it was it to have motor skills while it's cold. You know, no, the water, you got to put on a sweater. Or- I have a memory of doing a polar bear swim, but it could just be like, I've seen lots of people do polar bear swims. All you need is one of those big garbage cans with, with the, with the floppy top and just fill it with water. You fit perfectly. Well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> no, no, it's, real yeah but come on in the you, summer getting the ice going the problem is in the summer you need like a shitload of ice i think a bag no i disagree you think that'd be that'd be too bearable because <laughs> that because that's sort of part of the thing is just overcoming the suck of this how but many bags bring... of ice do you think you need for a garbage can uh two. ice bath well this is the thing it depends like in the summer in ottawa i i guarantee you if you let's say you woke up first thing in the morning it, the water might be like not that warm but Dude, like a black garbage can sitting in the sun filled with water. The sun is a problem. Well, I don't know why it has to sit in the sun. Yeah, I okay, don't know fine. why. Okay, fine. Well, you sit it in the shade then. But my point <laughs> is at some point it's going to get some. <laughs> two, two bags of ice. No, that's what I'm that saying. Every day you have to come out. You dump your bags of ice in there. You get in. You do your ice bath. I, don't I think three bags of ice in the dead of summer. And you'd have to let it all, like, I don't know. That's my biggest thing for that technique is how do you keep the ice coming you spend six bucks a day. <laughs> yeah. What, I, that's how much ice is, I guess. That's my only qualm about it. Otherwise, I'd be hopping in. Uh, ocean pollution. They were talking about how the majority of the world is like China and all these other yep. countries are polluting like crazy. So I did like how Jamie brought up. He's like, yeah, a lot of that is our garbage. Uh, should be no, well, yeah. We ha- that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, <clears throat> our dirty diapers. Remember that whole story? Yes, I do. Indonesia. They're right? the face of the pollution, but we're the source. Yeah. That, well, even we're all in this together. Even if you were to be like, let's say we didn't ship any garbage to China, they're making everything for us. So in a way, that's all our garbage, anyways. But it really <laughs> is like they've just sent. They were, you know. Oh, if you want this uh, toothpaste to be cheaper, we're going to have to make it over here where you can't see how it's made. Because yeah. if you make it in the United States, there, you know, it's going to be $3. But it shows you... The and l- same with your garbage. They're just like, you know, we're super clean over here. But it shows you the lack of oversight, Simon, where you're like, the toothpaste will be cheaper. You don't get to see where it's made, but you also don't get to see what they do with any of the byproduct. Like... If it was made over here, those companies would be forced to deal with any byproduct properly, right? Yeah. And it would cost them a out ton of, of money. Out of sight, out of mind, man. But what we forget is that when you're just dumping it in the ocean, that affects all of us regardless. Yeah, it is pretty short-sighted. Absolutely. So Andrew's But I don't think... Sorry, I'm sorry. I don't think that, like, um, most of these, uh, like, the 
current structure is in it for like the long haul. No, you're right. Listen, we don't have, I've said this from the beginning. Like I don't, we don't have it in us to, I don't understand how people are like, oh, you know, my, I want a better place for my grandkids, grandkids. Like how, 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 how do you see past yourself? I can't. You can't see past yourself. No. Like I am, I am going to have maybe a hundred years on this. That's it. Maybe a hundred years. Maybe more. No. You think well, I'm getting more? Without no, advancements? With, that's what I'm saying. So Without I'll, advancements? No, I like that you said maybe a hundred. Yeah. Well, I'm being realistic, am I not? Like a hundred would be a blessing. If I got a hundred mm-hmm. good years, yeah. that would be a fucking Agreed. Up. Without advancements, your statement is true, but... Okay, fine. Like, even if I live to 125, my point is I have a tough time, like... Yeah, but most people have children, so once you have yeah. children, it's so easy to look. Past I don't care yourself. about. I don't care about. Fine, it. okay, but Simon, again, I understand you being like, I'd like to leave a better world for my son. That I get. I we, even without a kid, I can sit here and say I, I do understand that. Or my daughter, or your daughter. Sorry, well, oh, come on, women. <laughs> my point is, three generations after you, are you are you truly right now? Like I'm out no. looking out. No. Absolutely not. But like, I at least will look out for my son and he'll look out for his kids. Well, that's and the blah, hope. Blah, blah, I get blah, it. That's you know? the hope. But my point is, is a lot of the time, and you mentioned it without kids, like there's a lot of rich fuckers out there that probably don't have kids and don't give a shit. You're just like this selfish prick jizzing all over the earth, you know? I go to a hotel room and everything let, gets a bit of Let jizz. it all burn. That's it. Yeah. No, I don't feel that way. I'm just saying is I have a tough time being like, you have no incentive. That's what it is. And, and I'm not being rude. That's just everybody operates off incentive and you have none to. Uh, but that's why I've always like pollute the planet. That's why I've always had a tough time with these like um, these, you know, like the stone cutters or name any dark society that's been around for a hundred plus years. Yeah. Sure. My stone problem with cutters that don't exist. Yeah. OK, but you know what I meant. My problem was. It's tough for me to envision someone a couple hundred years ago being like, I'm going to create this thing that's going to go on so far past me and we're going to control. So-. Like, it's a weird thought to, for me now to be sitting saying, I'm going to create something that a hundred years from now is still going to be controlling the world. Like that, that to me, that's a very odd thought because you gain nothing from it. It's an odd thought. It, it, it seems like an odd thought. And I, me in the same position, somebody who has no power, I think if you had power, or, or had something to leave behind, some legacy, you would think much more about how... You, you know what I'm saying? I, listen, I understand, yes. If you're like royalty and you have a shitload of land and money... Or, or just and even money, money and, yeah, or, yeah. or property or whatever the fuck it is, I but think I, if you had that, you would be much more like... But I still look at it like, okay, my parents are retired and my mom is constantly talking about what we're going to do with the money she leaves us when she goes. And it, it pisses me off to no end because I'm like... And I know you're listening, Ma... I'm just like, spend your money. Like you worked, I watched you work so hard for like 40 years. And I get it. You can't tell no someone offense. what to... It doesn't seem like your mom's not spending her money. Oh, I agree. But, so but, don't but, worry. But, but the point is, is just like, it's a weird, it's, I don't know. Again, maybe it's because I don't have kids, but it's a weird thought to me to work forever. Just to be like, I would like to leave all of this to someone else. Oh my God. That's exactly what I want to do. Legacy. That's, yeah, that's so no, weird. No, I want to make sure that those people are okay. And the only way I can do that, if I'm not here, like I totally understand that. I, but hold on, I, let me ask you. And about, I think that's okay. just, you'll get that if you ever have kids. Yeah, and I said I that. Mean? I can't understand it because I don't have it. But let me also ask you, like, if you raised Shep properly, and I, I assume you have, have you not, like, do you not assume that you've given him the tools to, no, the world is so <laughs> fucked up right now, Fair dude. Enough. Yeah, I yeah. think that, like, no. 
I would love, look, I still want him to have to go out and work and do all those things to make himself a good person. Okay, hold on. I but, agree with you. But stress sucks, man. And I don't care. And our lives are short and they've always taught us. So you need to, you need to suffer so you can what? thrive in heaven like fuck come on you know what i mean we're no, here to so when you face adversity if i can make my if i could make his life super easy where he never had to work a day in his life all the power to him you know what i mean like really go traveling <clears throat> go see the world go do all the things that i couldn't well, do as long as he does something well, hold on but okay you brought up everything that is that is how i look at most parents i agree but i also think that is why we are where we are in the world and just hear me out like i think i think like my grandfather, for example, had nothing, you know what I mean? Built up a massive company, instilled that in his kids who had to work their asses off. And then now, you know. Listen, look, it's such a different time. It's not. I agree. Um, I agree. The world we live in now is so artificial and weird and fucking like, I don't, I don't know, man. It's I, To try and compare it to your parents you can't i agree even your sorry your parents parents or let alone your parents is okay let me ask you a better question it's like Simon. comparing apples and oranges at this point let me ask you a better question do you not feel like the adversity that we went through as kids given that we didn't have the internet or cell phones or that you had to be out and do you not feel like that adversity made you a better person i'm sure it did okay that's I'm it sh- I, yeah that's i'm fine. sure it did so already these kids are at this massive disadvantage you know what i mean okay. like I don't know. I don't know. And that's why you pollute, because you don't care. I don't pollute, but I'm just saying that I... Listen, I hate these... I hate that this is put on us, the people, because it's not on us. It's They constantly do this. These massive corporations are at fault for this. Yeah. And then they constantly... The they constantly do this thing where it's like you and you, John Q. Public, you better feel bad for what you're doing to the environment for buying these products. And it's like, fuck you. You guys, you guys are constantly penny-pinching to make a dollar... And you could do everything the right way, but you don't. And then you put it on us. The offset should be like, if you're making so much money by building it all off your grounds, then you should have to pay a lot more into the cleanup. You'll still make a ton of money. It'll be like one of those, you know, uh, we made 14 million. They sued us for seven and we still still made made seven. seven. Yeah. I agree. I'm just saying, yeah. We've only been polluting for like 200 years, if that. I'm really... I think the planet's fine. I've really become of the opinion that um, we, like, it's not good that we pollute, obviously. That's terrible because we have to live in our own filth. You know what I mean? We pollute our oceans. We live with those oceans. It's stupid. It's a stupid way to for for humans to do business but i also don't think that we as humans are affecting the it, like the world just gets blown apart all the time listen That's i get what happens. listen hold on i understand your argument of like let's say let's say 20 years from now we polluted the ocean to where there are no more fish there's nothing viable in there we've killed yep. the okay. yeah 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 last whale yeah, yeah, yeah. Last whale. Sure. I only got three episodes in. So. Well, there's only four. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. My bad. Edward Norton is in the fourth. Oh, I haven't I didn't watched watch the it fourth. yet. Okay. But, Hold on. Wait. Okay, just sorry, let, let me yeah. finish. Okay. So 20 years from now, they, they announced that the last whale has died. Okay. But 21 years from now, a meteor hits and wipes it all out. Yeah. So I get what you're saying where like if that happens, it's a moot point anyway. 
because it's almost like actually we did it perfectly. We ran we ran this fucker to its absolute final day, and then we got hit with a meteor. So you know, well, it, it's forget even a meteor. When I'm watching that show, that HBO show or whatever show, I don't Apple, Apple. whatever it is. It, it's called extrapolation. I, I know what they're trying to jam down my throat, but it almost has the opposite effect on me because I'm like, no, I can. This is so real that I can totally imagine just the earth shit happens all the time. We never thought there was going to be a pandemic that was going to, you know what I mean? Things happen in the world and we just adjust to them. It could just start getting warmer. That shit happens right over the course of time. Look at the fucking charts. It happens all the time. We're we're in year 12,000 of a 13,000 chance of something happening. Like I, I just, I also really like the irony. It just dawned on me, the irony of, like, what do you think the carbon footprint to make those four episodes was? You know what I mean? And it's so it's, it's so interesting that they're trying to make us, the public, feel bad because it's like you guys are ruining the earth. And it's like, well, you guys probably did the equivalent of like a, a whole city's worth of pollution making this fucking feature. So at the end of the day, like... But you know what's hilarious? You watch that and you're kind of like with this sense of disbelief, like, you know, this could never happen. And then you like look at actually how the United States, North America, all of us, how this whole system is built with this off sourcing to China, this uh, no see, no fucking care attitude. Like that's exactly how something like that happens, right? Yeah. It's, it's all right there. Anyways, (laughs) listen, I agree with you. I, I didn't know what to think when I was watching it. Uh, I just could really imagine myself having to like walk around with boots on because there was water everywhere and not just slight changes. You're still living your life normally, kind of like wearing a mask. We all, you know what I mean? It. What I if, hate if you would have told me I had to wear a mask five years ago, I, that's would seem like wearing boots in the water. And then it happened and we did it and we moved on and then it became normal. And the, you know what I'm saying? What I hate about it is that when I watched it, I was like, it seems so plausible. Yes. Just, just the sense of like rich people still being like, well, we can continue raping you, the earth. You're talking like, about like one degree. Yeah. Or two degrees. It's two in the show, I believe. Sure. Whatever it is, it's, it doesn't have to be like a huge, that's a huge amount for the entire, but it doesn't, Come you're on. not talking about like a hundred degrees. You haven't smoked a joint yet, yet you've said four words since the well, I d- I've never seen this show. Like it's He refuses to watch it. No, it's not, it's not refuse. Uh, I'm just fucking busy. You talked you, you talk about it last week, and I just have the time. You're going to fucking hate it. Oh, he's going to hate it so much. <laughs> but yeah, you, you guys are talking to me like I'm hearing myself like five years ago. No, no, no. Okay. Anyways. No, no, wait. I still believe. That's I- not what the show is about. I was going to say, the only reason we should go to space, though, would be to see a comet, right? Like if space exists, the only reason we're up there is to to protect ourselves to, from to, what is to coming see down. something yeah. coming because it's yeah. going to be coming really fast. That, that, other than that, we have no reason well, to be up there. I said that before, right? Like they should be focusing all their attention on like a giant net that attaches from like the moon to fucking wherever. But hold on, hold on, hold on, do you think there's some on, sort of telescope looking at all angles of it the? It can't see far enough. There's no way. Hold on, to say there's no reason, like go back a thousand years. Okay, that was probably the attitude of like, we have boats, we can go out a little bit far, but there's, what the fuck are we going further for? There's no point. What are we going to build something over? That's not going to happen. There's no point. 
No, but we did. Well, okay. ima- imagine this, Matt. Imagine you're on like an island, okay? Yeah. And all uh, on the the north, the south side of the island where you guys are, there are lots of palm trees with coconuts and you eat all the coconuts. And then you're like, well, I think we're just going to go and build boats and sail out into the middle of nowhere to see if we can find more coconuts without going to the north side to search whether there were coconuts up there. Okay, my point. Okay, fine. Let's go five years later. You've searched. You've eaten all the coconuts on the goddamn island. At some point, you're going to build a boat and see if there's another island. We haven't even searched the oceans. That you know what? You're probably analogy. right. There's definitely a massive food source at the bottom or something. There's Okay. You know what? We don't know. We I don't, cannot, we don't I, know. My, I swear to God, more than Bigfoot, more than anything, would be if the bottom of the ocean, giant portal that takes us to like happy land. You know what I mean? Where everything is just I can't wait till Simon the way does, it's supposed to I be. can't wait till Simon does get rich because I'm going to hold him to this. Like, you better hope you're not worth an extravagant amount of money ever because oh, you're going to have be. to Don't blow because you're going to have to blow a large portion of it searching the bottom of the ocean for it, nothing. Okay, I guarantee you this, and you can mark my words. If I ever become a billionaire, I will give ten percent of my money to searching the ocean. Well, I know you are ninety percent of your money. That's a lot of my money. No, well, he have has a thousand million or like, oh, no, no, true. he'd have a hundred million left. Oh, sorry, sorry, my math. A hundred million—that's not enough. Okay, I need to have at least billions left. You know, wait, you started with one billion. Yeah, no, no, I said a hundred billion, didn't I? So you want? You no, know, you oh, said no, if I was billion. worth one yeah, billion. One billion, one billion. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that I get cheap with my imaginary money. Yes, you did <laughs> very quickly. Don't want to spend it all. Yeah. Uh, listen, um, I thought I might have to take care of my kids, you know. <laughs> they might need a couple of mil. Huberman is uh, sure that it was a lab leak and maybe the wet market was a, the super spreader event. So th- yep. there is a relation there. But then he talked about guys who say do experiments on and get kicked out of universities or something. And then they get snapped up by the Chinese, whatever. He was talking about one guy who's definitely doing CRISPR on children in other places doing experiments that are not, legal here i'm not sure what the well, was that the same guy who he was like they weren't sure if this guy was going to go to jail or get a nobel peace prize yes yes i think that's the guy you yeah. mentioned who that's would a fine be, line <laughs> i got if i got to admit welcome with open arms to one place and get to just run your own so the, this is a fucking fact so many nazis came over in operation paperclip they were the tops of all their yeah we know all this yeah they all did experiments they they just like that happened, but that's happening today. This is almost mad scientists, if you would. So let me ask a hypothetical though. If ten years from now the Chinese came out and they were like, "We can now, we have the technology," where, you know, like he said, any any sort of uh, like that Hutchinson's disease he Huntington. mentioned, Huntington, sorry, like we can reverse the Huntington gene. Yeah, we can reverse that. No problem. Injection or maybe it's whatever sort of therapy. It's a simple therapy done and dusted same thing like name you know cancer aids whatever yeah i think they should do that no but that's my it it's a weird like what do how do we parse that out because you know that you're using technology that has definitely been tested right on like, like if hitler chilled. cured cancer would i take the cure i'm glad you got there and without I, me having to I, get there and i would okay wow, wow. because he at <laughs> least owes me the cure that's fine know? no no but this is my because 
I just look back at the history of medicine and I'm like, this is odd. Like as much as we don't like it, this is kind of how we got here. Yeah. Close your eyes, suffer a whole bunch of Nazis and you'll be okay. I'm not saying Nazis. I'm just saying though. Mm, But that's what we did. It's fine. Like, listen, I'm talking about going back further, Simon. If you go before the Nazis, there was medicine before Nazis and they were, they were, it was just like a crapshoot. Yeah, I guess the big push into everything like civilized about the way we live now happened after the war i imagine what's civilized about us well I so mean, you think the nazis civilize us i'm lost on your no i think that they just came over and did their shit form the way we do things over here i'm not saying it's good the way we are we are just you know a people who operate in a certain way i see i don't think you do okay well, I'm not sure I'm explaining myself properly. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Kamar, are you following him? Uh, no. No, he's he he tuned out a he while He doesn't ago. listen. The thing about the know. Huntington gene, which spooked me out, is he said you could go find out you have it. And then yeah, just I wait. I don't know why people... You know what I mean? So that's the impending doom. That's the meteor coming to the planet or whatever. There's well, nothing we could do about it. Hold on a second. Like, I mean, I, I totally see what you're saying. Just ignorance is bliss. Ignorance is bliss. But if you find out that you only have like a year to live, don't you want to go and see like everything? Well, not no. It's not a year to live. You have a year to function. Like your arms go. No. Okay. okay fine. Let me ask Forget you a better that, question. But then. you know what? I, I'm fine. Like, I'll just find I'll, out if you're dying. I'll go a step further. If right now there was some technology that could tell you with 100 percent accuracy the exact day you were going to die. Would no. you want to go no, find yeah, out? No, it's, that's interesting. That's very. But is that not the same thing, that's, Simon? Because you're kind of getting this. I need it. <laughs> well, I think maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the, you it, would want to do that at a certain age, right? Like you probably don't want to do it middle of your life, but maybe at like sixty or seventy, you do want to know to make sure that you bucket list all those things. Here's an even better question. Then, this technology exists. You do find out, and right now you find out that you have fifty years left. Hmm. Does that change anything? Or are you just like, oh, okay, well, I have a full... Well, you know that already. Yeah, you only have 50 years. For the most part. No, what I'm saying... But that's that's why I use 50, because it doesn't really change anything, right? You were like, okay, well, I'm going to... doesn't change anything. Like, you're not all of a sudden... I still have to grind it out every fucking day. This is what I'm saying. The only motivation is if if it's something like 10 years. Mm -hmm. Next week. That's a big motivation. Oh, next week is a tough one. That's a tough pill to swallow. You can't travel at that point. Sure, you can. <laughs> Credit card debt doesn't matter. Let's no, go. Sure no, 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 no. Private my, jet. That no, no, no. My point was, you want to spend it with those you love, right? Well, you you take left. them with you. Okay, I guess if it's on someone else. Listen, my you, list is pretty small. If you have a week to live, is it the first day you spend it with everyone you love and say goodbye? I like how you guys think that your debt just dies with you. That's so cute. You well, guys that's are cute. selfish. It's selfish. Yeah, that's well, that the government. Only, it only works it. for Kamar. Joe has his own hot sauce. Did you guys know that? Yeah. He's been, advertising his it on his, he's been advertising it on his Instagram um, relentlessly. And then Huberman talked about a guy that was in a pep-eating contest, and it got so hot he gave himself brain damage. That's crazy. From the inflammation. Because I watched some people eat some crazy shit online, like 10 Reaper peppers and then all these other peppers, all in one go. It's are they a, wincing, or are they just like, yeah, I just don't no, have Some a, of them are like dying, dying. out yeah, there, yeah, but yeah, not. Yeah. I didn't know you could like Thunderclap headache. get so hot that you burst your brain. No, no, it's inflammation. It's not the spice, it's the it's swelling of the brain. I saw this black guy the other day. He opened like what, a... What did you think I thought? What well, did you, you said say? your brain explodes. The hot, the hot, the heat or something. 
He thinks that you think it's like a cartoon where your head gets big and red and then literally just blows up. Like a volcano. Interesting. No, I mean, whatever. Anyways. I saw a black guy eat like, like you were saying, he like cut a ghost pepper open, put a Carolina Reaper in it, put eight other peppers in it, put Tabasco on it, put other fucking, and then ate the whole thing. And he looked dead at the camera. Dude, the second he got the whole thing down, his eyes were beat red and he went, no reaction. And I was like, I don't know, buddy. <laughs> I, think, I think you need to play the video back. Yeah, I don't know how people do that. I can't do hot. No fucking way. Spicy food? Dude, if I was on hot ones, like the bomb puts me, I'm I'm DJ Khaled at that point. I'm out. He said that uh, it was related to testosterone and uh, pain threshold. Testosterone? Yeah. What did I say? Testosterone? Testosterone. Testosterone. I like that better. Yeah, it almost <laughs> is. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of testosterone. I need to get me some testosterone. So obviously there was the uh, cold plunge and the sauna, but other than that. Hey, hold his... on. By the way, who would have thought that my bouncing leg was keeping me fucking slender? Yes, yes, yes. The... Couldn't believe just, that. Just keep moving at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I thought of Simon constantly trying to stop my leg from going. Besides, yeah, there I am trying to make you fat. <laughs> Don't even care about me. Besides the uh, cold plunge in the sauna, he said uh, exercise, sunlight in the day, avoid bright lights at night, sleep, and social connection. And then he talked about how you can prepare your body um, for climatization, which is a lot more relevant to us. Joe Hat was having none of it. He was so pissed. I was like, Joe, you, what is wrong with you? It makes sense. Just overheat into the spring by wearing more layers than try to say, yeah, and do the, the other end. Sometimes he just shock. digs his heels in on the weirdest shit, man. But if you live in, like, California, there's not really a... No, you don't need to adjust. What are you going to acclimatize to, the rain? Well, people still wear jackets or what. I'm not going to lie, though. My dad was like, my dad, Kamar, he would shorts until November. And I was like, what's wrong with you? Climatize. You got to climatize. Yes. That's what he always said. Yes. Yes. And that's what he was doing. Like, You're a fucking maniac. Well, that's what but he's yeah. doing. That's exactly that's, what Huberman said. That's not. My, Your dad was just a maniac. My dad. Well, though, he, he can be right if you're a maniac sometimes. I have super sensitivity to the cold because I weigh like 108 pounds. So mm-hmm. I don't have any body fat or muscle. My dad was like a big fucking dude. He had some burl. Um, he said there was an incentive in uh, science to sort of please your elders, and he got lucky because everyone he worked with died of cancer. It was yeah. sort of a morbid joke, but that's now allowed him not to have... Um, he was so jolly, but he's like, guy who sat across me at the desk, 10 days in, died. Because it gets into the uh, last... Uh, they started saying I was bad luck. <laughs> it gets into the last episode, but it also gets into, like, um, Egyptologists, or all these people perpetuating false science or history in the same realm as being um, a specialty, and you're underneath, so you per- perpetuate wrong things about the pyramid or whatever it is, like across science. Uh, yeah. If you're going to be a scientist, prepare for criticism and have thick skin, because he also talked about Epstein in this, how he'd get four scientists in, and I'll think, well, those two guys are here, so this must be <laughs> legit, but they're all going in wondering. Well, it's like that crypto thing. Yes, Sam Baker Fried did this, the same thing, but it was started with Jeffrey Epstein in that. But you know what's funny about it is, like you're saying, it's probably like like Steven Pinker shows up and he's like, "Oh, Lawrence Krauss is here. Okay, well, must be some good science." And Lauren Krauss, Lawrence Krauss is like, "Oh, Steven Pinker also fucks kids." 
It, it, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's what I that's what I was gonna say. Maybe they are all just fucking dirty guys who actually know each no, other. No, no, because I was like, no, because that's why I made it that way. Because I was like, I was like, we we found out that someone like Lawrence Krauss is kind of a dirty piece of shit. So there's a chance that. My point, Simon, was that all they needed was one scientist that fucked a kid to to bring legitimacy, to bring other scientists in, to be like, maybe oh, they... Oh, is this what we do? Well, no, but yeah, that's <laughs> there, a test the waters. There's a chance. Yeah, that's it. Then, oh, then you got another scientist under the belt. And the tenure for life is also a problem. Or, or it has to be, I guess. He was talking about... Um, I haven't looked into it. I don't know enough. Scientists or whatever... Prof- will approve each other's papers to in the future get you to like it's it's almost like politics. I'm sure that goes on and for sure a teacher can very easily convince his uh students of a thing and then they convince and they convince well, this, like that's and, just and it this, keeps like I said that gets into the doctor we'll talk about uh, oh does it that was that episode sorry sorry, um, sorry. he said NBA players only respect tier one operators <laughs> NBA I players I only respect tier one up. Op- what does that mean? I just love the thought that like <laughs> that like LeBron James would be talking to like a like a Tom Brady, and Tom Brady would be like, "I'm taking this supplement and I'm doing an ice bath," and he'd be like, "Easy, Tom." This tier one operator over here is going to tell what the hell is Jocko a tier Wilner. one operator? Uh, if you're like a you, elite killer. Yeah. An elite killer. Seals. An operator, Simon, is uh, someone oh, who's oh, like... Gotcha, a, got, an operative. Yeah. No. No. You're operator. saying an operator, like someone who operates like a Simon, it's like something. a fuck. No, it's like a, a slang conductor. term that they use. Like, oh, you're an operator? I am... Like, I go overseas and I kill people. Maybe a tier four operator someone who works on a computer. An operative. They're all soldiers. Is that what you're saying? Okay, okay. you got lost there. I thought it was funny. Um, okay, I'm he, sorry. You talk about uh, psychedelics research is going off the hook, but academia and pharma don't care about any of the cool spiritual sort of side of it. It's just to figure out how we can make a um, who cares safe uh, antidepressant or whatever. Yeah, but it's always a like I hear this about weed too, and it's like, listen, <clears throat> it's legal. So do you give a shit? Like I knew, like. You knew that these companies were going to get involved and that they only care about making a dollar, that they never cared about weed or the culture or anything, but weed's legal now, so who gives a fuck? Well, MDMA isn't, mushrooms aren't. Mushrooms are on the fucking way. On the the way, on the way, fair enough. Within the culture, within it, there will be some people who do it the way you want, and you'll find them. They won't happen year one or two, but by year three, you're seeing it with weed already. There are pockets like, yeah, most of it is just corporate fucking places and they're garbage. And But he said he never did any research into it because he didn't want to get fired. That I understand. So so we're in a period more of way more understanding. Like if everybody's um, depending on grants. 90 percent from the government, if they're deciding what's being studied, that's what you have to do your research in. Otherwise, they're not going to fund your research and then you can't do it. It's like. I don't want to be disrespectful to Huberman, but he's also part of the problem as well, because if he's not willing to put his job on the line to do science that he thinks is good on, you know what I mean? Like if he wasn't well, it was illegal, it, it goes back to that guy who got kicked out and now is doing CRISPR, you know, you're on the edge of going to jail or winning a Nobel Peace Prize. But now he says he's, he says he's going to do it. He's planning on, I like about a gram. I think that's what I did on Friday night. A gram of mushrooms. Yeah. 
You're not supposed to microdose every day either, by the way. Why don't? But it's like every second day. I think you're supposed to do. Uh, I think it's like, is it two on, one off? I can't remember the math. Someone was explaining it to me. Have either of you guys ever done MDMA? No. And now that you know that Hold you on, do, you've never done ecstasy. No, I'd like to to do MDMA. Now that you know ecstasy. that pure MDMA has no effect on your brain, like is, it doesn't cause any damage. Does that change? You would say I would like to do it if I knew. I, I would. I would like to do yeah, it. Excellent, excellent. I think I asked you to do it, and you said no. The come down. You no, asked to do I, it. No, I don't want to do it. I want to be. All yeah, you, you gotta be. Anyways, uh, Mormons are on MDMA. It's the one drug they they, they say they're they can allowed do. to use. That's interesting. Eh? Very why they interesting. Pick that one. Why MDMA? All it takes is the guy who started it to be like. I mean, I really like MDMA, yeah, so was, we're gonna give that one a pass. Yeah, it's just like the founder of fucking uh, Scientology. That's what I'm is saying. A, yeah. um, nitrous addict. So yeah, so nitrous is cool. That features heavily in all their <laughs> yes, in all the readings, in yeah. all their prayers. Um, that would be a great religion. I, I like the, the I like the analogy. The uh, a nitrosist dentist with bad teeth. Well, again, though, I, it's if you were like if someone said to you, "Listen, this guy's the best. He doesn't charge a lot," and you went in and they had terrible teeth. Like if ten people were like, "No, no, I'm telling you, this guy's the best. He has terrible teeth himself." But look, oh, no, it's it's not. If you had a fat doctor says you got to lose the weight. No, you see that that. that that's fine. That's if you want to be a fat doctor, like you're smart enough to get through medical school and you decide you want to be obese, that you know what I mean? It doesn't change the fact that you can give people good advice. You did all the the head work to get there. First of all, some of the best advice I've gotten have, have been, has been from people whose lives have not been together at all. I think it bothers people when it's like a trainer, somebody who's like, this is a physical thing. You That's know? a good point. Then it, that seems wrong. But otherwise, like if you have a bald barber, do you have a problem with that? That's, <laughs> yes, that's, that's, a, that's a, no, that's, that's a good one too. That's fucking crazy. But that's it's crazy. Not, though, hold on, you know literal. what I mean? I'll tell you why though. No, it's not because a a dentist can't work on himself, and a barber isn't going to cut his own hair. So it doesn't. It, they're like moot this points. Is, in this that. is yeah. what I'm saying. It's, both the same. it's crazy to think that he's like same a dentist with bad teeth or a barber, a bald barber. Same thing. A doctor. You could be like, dude, just because you're a doctor doesn't mean that person isn't miserable. That's what I'm saying. So like Joe, a doctor with Joe had the virologist on. Yeah. Who was like not taking care of himself. This guy's in a lab studying fucking things to make everyone else better. Who ca- like who cares whether he's running a marathon or not? That like as long as he's getting you the information you need to make the medicines that you need to take. Okay, then you guys clearly do not like that analogy. Well, what happened? Let me ask you this. What would happen? Like <laughs> what what if Joe and I hope this doesn't happen. What if Joe dropped dead of a heart attack tomorrow? Jeez. No, but I'm just saying, listen, I already knocked on the fucking wood. I said, I hope it doesn't happen. But I'm just saying, like, does, do you then discount all the stuff he did to stay healthy? That's an excellent question. Yeah. You do. Maybe, maybe, well, maybe everything he's done drove him to it. If, well, no, but this if is, the cause of death is an overdose on ivermectin, he's, <laughs> you know, you know, he I, dies in the ice bath. Yeah. <laughs> and the sauna at the same time somehow. And he shot himself with his own arrow. Yeah, TRT <laughs> yeah. gives him a stroke and he like passes out in the ice bath or something. Yeah, and... you have to question everything he's done. No, but that's the thing is, I don't think I would. Like, it would, listen. You that's, know. A, that's a little different, though, I think, than having a. Dentist with bad teeth. Sure. My point is just like, you know, if 
Listen, if you follow a jogger who's the healthiest person on earth and you follow them on Instagram and they, they die of a heart attack. I love jogging that. I love 45, that. That's why I don't jog. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't mean that jogging, <coughs> excuse me, it doesn't mean that jogging was a terrible thing. No, I know. I, I think, yeah. Anyway. Someone can spin anything anyway. Of course a great can. jogger, but his wife hates him. I guess here, look, my dad is is like really accomplished in the field of stress. Mm-hmm. He's a super stressed out guy. Yeah. It doesn't mean that he d- wasn't amazing at his job doing research in, yeah, a, la- in yeah. a lab. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Wasn't that and his, it would be, his specialty it stress? Would be, yeah. Yeah, it, and he's stressed it would, out. <laughs> it would be so stupid, though, to like think... Oh, because this guy is stressed out, he then can't do the research. Like I agree. I, I, like I, Simon. If I, I, I get need... it if you're a coach, like a, a trainer, you can't keep up with the people you're training. That would be a problem. Like Simon, if you put a thousand shrinks in a room and you told me all these people have their lives 100% together, I'd be like, bull fucking shit. Yeah, it's impossible. That's what I'm saying. But just because you're a shrink and trained in like psychology and how... You still have, you know what well, I mean? Well, look at Jordan Peterson. That's the perfect relationship. Example. Uh, would you take relationship advice from a crazy cat lady? No, but that's a good example. Jordan Peterson. Here's a guy who's preaching to you like. Clean your room. And at and the same time, he's doing the exact opposite. That seems to be a problem. But uh, like uh, Peter, whoever wasn't coming on Joe's show and saying, you guys should all Hotels. take these medicines. Dude, the best would be of Jordan Peterson. Well, he was saying that, but it doesn't matter that he's fat. Like Jordan Peterson's first rule, he's like, you got to clean your room. Rule number two, have a big closet. You can just sweep all the bullshit into for a later date. <laughs> I thought you actually were reciting for the book. Put some benzos on that. Well, that's exactly what happened there. But again. Okay, we got to move on from Huberman. Yeah, rate right it. Oh, that's it? Wow, you don't have one more? Uh, no. No. <laughs> In all your notes, you don't have one more. I, I Tons. Wealthy families generally have someone who's fucked up, and they are pushing for the solution to get to these uh, psychotic oh, that, drugs. That's interesting. It was like th- with the AIDS. Remember the AIDS? Oh, I sound like an idiot. Remember the AIDS? But the st- <laughs> so the story goes is gay guys were getting AIDS and dying, and then one rich white girl got through a blood transfusion. Transfusion. Blood transfusion, and then it all of a sudden got, ex- like, oh, everyone can get this. And so it's sort of like, it's weird points of pressure that make stuff. I'm sure that started way back in the day when, like, king lions would, there'd be a lot of incest, so you'd end up with a lot of these weird diseases. One-offs or whatever. like spend a lot of the money to try and figure out this doesn't that fix this googly sense. eye yeah 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 anyways uh, and it's so weird how he's talking about how they're going you knew people who love doing mushrooms and it's sort of like a dungeon master planned out the night like maybe even the soundtrack and we're gonna go to this park and then that park and we get here right you, no. Oh yeah. You're no. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly oh yeah and that's what he's talking or about or you how, have guys who try and fuck you up have you ever had that happen I older, think older bully kids talk yeah, about yeah, yeah. this before. Mm-hmm. No, that never. No, but like you the, don't want the that. most serious mushroom trip of my whole life. I had people who were like fucking with us. Was that one of the last mushroom trips of your life? No, it was like no. one of the first mushroom Good. trips. Of you, my life. you got back on the horse. I remember someone showed up at. Uh, remember when the Starbucks was a bank and fifth? Someone showed up with a cooler full of chocolate mushrooms. 
Mm-mm-mm. And that was the highest I've ever fucking been in my life. But, like, but in a good way? Uh, yeah, no, that was a good one. But I remember being like, whatever, like, I remember being like, this is fucking something else. Very fucked up. Anyway, I give Huberman, uh, I like Huberman, but this episode just fucking can't get higher than a t- 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 two. Yeah, I give it a two. I think Joe was the worst part of this episode. Agreed. I give it a one and a half. All right. Well, there we go. Let's move on. We don't have the button anyways. So, you know. This fucking thing is driving me nuts. Piece of shit. 1960 Andrew Schultz. Schultz. Again, I like Schultz. This episode. This episode fucking stunk. Hear me This out. was. No, 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 <laughs> no. This was all shop talk and dick sucking. That's it. If it wasn't Joe sucking Schultz's dick, it was Schultz sucking Joe's dick. Go ahead, Kamar. I'm dying to hear your uh, synopsis of this episode. 80 pounds to like to pull back the bow? It really must come out. Dude, it can go through a deer. It must feel cool. Like I'm not saying I want to get into it, but it, it must feel badass every time you launch an arrow. What's funny to me is that when the skanks were there, they mentioned how Joe would not let them touch the bows, wouldn't let them shoot the target, but Shulls is there and... That's a flex. Um, they were talking about empires in decline, and yeah. um, I was talking to another friend about it. Like all, like the British Empire, they're still around. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, and and Roman Empire, like Italy's still a thing. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it's sort of the American Empire is declining, it's not the end. It, it sounds way worse than it actually is. Well, it's not like the U.S. goes away. No, and they talked about China in this. And I, I remember when I was a kid, China was treated like Africa. In what sense? And like this struggling country, we need to raise money to help. Like, um, my, I swear my mom would say, finish your food. There's children in China starving. So I had a guy that grew up across the street from me. His name was Chris Smith, Smitty. He lived in China for like 10 years. From what age? From like... Uh, <clears throat> I don't know, let's say like 6 to 16 or something. And then he moved in across the street from me when he moved back from China. So he lived literally like two doors down across the street. He didn't paint China. So like because I grew up with someone who lived there, he didn't paint China as anything other than like... He was like this authoritative, nope. horrible... No, no. They, they I mean, monitored I, everything you do. It's changed a lot since then too. I do me. remember him telling some stories. Now again, I don't like... I remember him telling me this story and I remember... I remember retelling it like a couple weeks ago and being like, I wonder if that was even true. But I remember him telling me like at soccer games, they would execute people at halftime. And you thought he was fucking with you. And they're like, was he? No, no. At the time I was like, wow. And now I'm like, that can't be true. I agree with you, Kamar, though. We, when we were kids, China was like a starving kid. Same with Japan, even like from that song, the uh, eat it. Do you remember that song? Such a young man, don't Weird want no Captain Crunch, don't want no Raisin Bran. Don't you know that other kids are starving in Japan? Just eat it. Like, I did, that's well, right there in the lyrics. J- Japan has You're a using a Weird Al song as a... Well, that's pop culture. Japan had an excuse. Know? Yeah, he wouldn't lie. He yeah, they, they, they were getting out. over the war, I guess. They, they have an excuse. They got, they got nuked. They, they got the big I one, mean, allegedly. They got, they got bombed. So you guys are saying that nuked. when you grew up 30 years after the nuke, that Japan was still just couldn't grow food, totally struggling. 
Well, that's, that's the no, way it should be not if, if you look where they are now. Bomb, but Japan's badass. I'm really, they talked about it. They said they were the only ones who could fight off the Mongols, but it was a that's a such a cool. I and I don't know if this is actually how it happened, but such a cool visual, like the Mongol horde meeting the samurais in like a battle royale. You guys are forgetting though; they're on an island, so they had a huge advantage over the Mongols. It is. It's a massive no horses they on water. They couldn't just roll through. And I do believe that their whole civilization was just like built around protecting that place. You know. Probably. Yeah. We were just talking about how every empire falls. Yep. Because even the moguls, they got they got so big and every, dominated so everybody much. Everybody falls. And so we're experiencing or witnessing America yep. fall right now. And nobody within that time, like Rome, let's say, when Rome is thriving, ever would think about the fact that it You don't end. think about that it's going to end. <clears throat> no. And then it ends. Yeah. And here we are. Saying, yeah, but that's them. It's never going to end for us. You yeah, know what I mean? That's right. Constant. And it's absolutely ourselves. going to. Well, I had this discussion with my buddy the other day because he was like, he brought up the Roman Empire and he was like, they were around for like, you know, five or 600 years. He was, and he was comparing all these empires that were around. And I was like, yeah, but back then things moved a lot slower. Because I was saying like the US, I was like the US empire could be over already. And he was like, no, no, no. Yeah, empires yeah, yeah, last. Absolutely. He was like, empires last for much longer. And I said to him, but in this day and age, when things move so fast, it would make sense to extrapolate down where it, may, it used to be it, 600 it may years. have peaked. Or you're yeah. just able to like accumulate so much power now that. I mean, you couldn't it say it's the scales the other way. You couldn't, you can't last way longer. I don't know that you could say the empire's over. Like they still have how many of the world's largest companies. Okay. No, the empire is not, the empire dies when people stop using it as the world currency. That has not happened. The USD is still the world currency. It's true. It's true. That is the absolute, but until the, they do that, they are still the superpower. Say the wheels are in motion. That's going to make that happen. So I mean, I'm not it. sure that's the case. Like we listen to what's his name there. You know what I mean? Uh, the guy was talking about China falling apart and oh, what yeah. was really going yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah. over in like Russia. Month, yeah. Like if if America plays its cards right, when have they ever done that? I mean, they've done pretty well for themselves so far. I think Kamar say, "What in the last forty years have they done that?" Which I might agree with him. It's just sort of like it, this. They know what they're doing this time, but we're not behind the scenes, Kamar. Like I get what Simon's saying too. Fair enough. Look and and yeah, I, I mean. But what's weird about China and Russia... Look, hold on. If you believe there's a deep state, none of it matters anyway. Right? The uh, puppet masters. Well, if you believe there's a deep state, then it, then there's no country that's in power. There is no empire. There's just like a, a room full of assholes running the show. Correct? Uh, yeah, I mean, it could still mean that America is in power, I imagine. Well, yeah, they need someone to be the placeholder, right? But at some point, the debt <coughs> has got to be too much. Like They're just making money and they're running their war machine. At some point, even it has to collapse. Uh, yeah. Or, or, or they're mitigating. It, just it like, really does seem like they're, um, they're spending like there is no tomorrow. And like you said, we're not behind the scenes. They may know something we don't know. What I was trying to say, well, well, if they do, if they know like an X factor, Kamara, and that X factor is like um, interdimensional travel or something. But hold on. When you hear that the world is in debt, like $4 trillion, to who? China. 
I don't know. China's part of the world. I don't like. I, it, this never makes sense to me. Yeah, I, I get that too. You're in debt to yourself, so it's a weird thing. And the other thing is, like, we forget to, like, right now we have this concept of what things are worth, right? You know, ever changing. A billion dollars is a lot of money. The American uh, government is in debt. Uh, what is it? $13 trillion, whatever it is. I, I don't even know what it is. Remember, they could go to space tomorrow if it exists, get on an asteroid, mine that asteroid and wipe out all of their debt. In, right? Like we don't know what the fuck. Are we giving mine to aliens? Well, I just, we always assume like, this is how it's happened. So this is how it's going to keep happening. Like that's even by Matt's logic, if things are going f- that fast, then who's to say they're not going to be building shit on the moon. I don't know. It's 31 trillion. 31 trillion. But again, again, Matt, you mine one asteroid, one asteroid, and you will have like a million trillion dollars. But it costs a trillion million dollars to get to that asteroid and mine it. If they haven't already done the work to do that. What I was trying to say. 31, like 31 trillion dollars. So if that's the debt, like no, nobody is really concerned about, um, appearances right like you just i don't know why rogers is up my ass for 130 bucks do you know what i'm saying yeah i do it's ridiculous when can you get bailed out (laughs) (laughs) when where's my bailout (laughs) but what i was trying to say is it's weird how there's certain countries that like innovate and produce something yep like japan what do they make uh electronics cars automobiles yeah korea does that too korea yeah Germany. So those are places that make things. Then there are also places that grow things, right? No, like no. That. This is sheerly. Oh, you're like just talking about innovation. America, Germany, yeah, Italy. I guess sort of. They make Ferraris and stuff like that. They I mean, you're just judging by cars here. There's lots of innovation out there, like all from these same countries. All from these same like China countries. doesn't make a wicked motorcycle or something. No, like, China. China makes garbage. Russia and- doesn't make anything. Like they just don't create some wicked thing product i don't know why i'm not pointing fingers no 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 hold on a second though like um well neither does canada what did we make we made the robotic arm for Oil. the the avaro we had a plane which is still oh, apparently ba- good today made some stuff that's uh, the uh c- c- the arm on the spaceship which apparently there's a moon mission with Three Americans and one Canadian. I don't know if you saw Joe Biden. Was but lots of places make things, don't they? Like No, they don't. No? I'm, I'm wrong there? Well, name one. Well, I well, don't know. Okay, hold like, on. But like uh, clothing is made in the Philippines. All over but this, the world. The brand, all over the the brand, okay, the brands that'd be European. China. Like designer houses or whatever. Balenciaga. Yeah, my Lacoste. point though is those are made in other countries, right? India the actual physical makes product. a lot of clothes, yeah. and then what about like foods and spices and like that doesn't count. It's only you're only China. talking about China's got crazy. You're only food. talking about electronics and cars. China, is China's that... an innovator in food. Russia, I just, I just they don't, and it's not a slight on them, but some places do, some places don't. When when we were kids, Brazil makes fighters. When we were kids, Russia Brazil makes fighters. Makes fighters. When we were a kid, yeah. No, I was just thinking about China when we were kids. Like, had they started this whole giant, like, manufacturing? They were just getting started, right? 
I don't know because I think there was the, the quality was really, really like bad. Like we weren't making all our stuff here. Things no. were still being made overseas. My G.I. Joe's were made in China. Yeah, so everything was still... Yeah, so it was even before that. But it was just... It was the, right after the war. The that quality that was always happening. really bad in that. No which idea. is interesting, right? Like, you're, the United States wins the war, presumably. No, I just told you. They made everything in... I told you, in the 50s, 60... It was something like 61 to 65% of the world's goods were made in the yeah, U.S. Yeah, yeah. After the war? In the 50s, yes. Interesting. Well, that's no. Well, that well, that would make sense. Still, to my point, you know, they've become this superpower, right? They've dropped the bomb. They've proven that they're the only people that have the fucking muscle. They're making everything. And then they get to remake the world, right? So at that time, they decide, okay, China, you're our factory. But no, that's what I'm saying. They did. They did. No, that's what I'm telling you. They did. But they did. Well, eventually they did. But it wasn't after the war. What's eventually? Ten years? You need time to set that shit up. You know what I mean? You're not just building that infrastructure overnight. Well, why don't you Google it? I just don't think it was I don't think the I don't think we started doing that stuff in China until like the 80s. Maybe the 90s. I mean, yeah, I mean maybe you're right. Like in the 70s like where it was a frisbee made, do you think that was made in America? At like the frisbee plant in Ohio. You know what? You're probably right, Matt. Yeah, I do You're actually. Probably yeah. right. Well, think of Detroit. That makes sense. Yeah, no, it was the the car boom that would have been. Yeah, a major all the factories were still running in the seventies. That would have been a huge part of it, actually. When cars, uh, the yeah. cars moved. Now they're trying to they're trying to go back to that right now. With whether whether you agree that they're making these battery factories and uh, well, you know chips, chips and all that stuff. They just chips, put computer like chips. billions of dollars into building chip factories all over the state so hmm. Hmm. very interesting it's only till recently uh we were hitting women and kids that we o- were that we stopped hitting that we them? stopped yeah <laughs> it was only recently that we started that's what you said um yeah i think that was probably the truth it's a real interesting change I just to see that we can't change. Do you think is that's it, why it, it happened? What Joe said, because all of a sudden people could see other people doing it. I think. I think so. Because it, it it feels in my life when I was younger, I see a lot more kids getting yanked out of a store, or like yelled at in public. Yeah, it, I never see. Listen, it now. people got I'm not out all the time on the reg when I on was the reg. a kid. Yeah. yeah. Now, oh, yeah, if I you saw somebody sure. spank their kids, you it'd would be un- like it'd be unsettling. Look down on them. I don't, but I mean, one would. You know what I mean? I gotta stop doing that. So, but even what I, do I mean? I, I remember being young and getting spanked and seeing like other kids get spanked and being like, "This seems fucked up." You feel me? I didn't say you feel me, but I would have probably gotten me another well, spanking. What kind <laughs> of what? What are you? What are you talking about? Like, uh, put you over the thing and yeah, pull like down whap your my pants ass. and yeah. spank you? Not always pull down my pants. That's a bit egregious. No, what, the, I see the thing about the hand. It's just any sort of hitting. The hand on the bare ass is the most purest form of spanking. Through the pants is like all right, but it's when do you get into things like a belt? Yeah. Or I think it's called a twitch. A switch. A switch. Um, AJ Peterson Adrian got in trouble. I remember, yeah. It's called like, a switch. That's that's another level because that's white hot stinging. I mean, I, I don't think that's ever happened to me, but you just imagine. That's like getting whipped. A wet yeah. towel is always. Uh, well, that, that's the boys in the locker room. That's yeah, a whole I've never heard of a parent well, wet toweling a kid. 
That was a short-lived it, thing, it though, eh? The asshole in the, in the change room or even just at the at the lake, get a little towel, dip in the end, a little bit of water, get some snap to it. You can tell Kamar. Then you wouldn't want to hang around those people. Uh, great club. There's a big room and a small room. It's so true what they say about the different energy. You know, just as I'm thinking about it, like Kamar is only like a couple of years older than me. Mm-hmm. So we pretty much grew up in the same time. I feel that. But you were meant to grow up as like a part of a 1975 fraternity. I think I so. Think. I think so. That would have been more. Fair. You would have Animal fit. House. So, something like I think that. I would live my best life. Yeah, for sure. But Joe's Club is like uh, the Woodward of comedy. The Woodward. I actually have a, I have a, I have a, a not great prediction. I think Joe's Club is going to overall not be great for comedy. Go on. No, don't go on. Talk about something else. I'll be right back. No. So I think that because it's too good to be true. So no. Well, Shell's mentioned it. He's he's. I think he's paying everyone incredibly handsomely. Uh, that was my next point. Yeah. So. Most people aren't going to go on the road unless you're the biggest of the big. Because why would you leave Austin where you're getting four great paychecks a night from Joe? Well, I'm sure you'd be like, you should come back in a month. Eventually. Maybe. I'm just saying. I don't. And for their own development, they should. They should. But I'm just saying, if the listen, the golden handcuffs are just that. Like, and I, Austin in general, if Austin is that scene now, fine. Maybe Joe says you can't play here for a bit. They just go to the Vulcan or one of the other. Like, listen, it's so hard to get tickets at the Comedy Mothership, I know because I've been trying, that I bet all the other clubs are wicked packed now just on that It'll alone. It'll be interesting if, because they talked about this, the Comedy Bubble when it happens, it's at peak right now, and three years from now, Austin's a ghost town. What was your prediction? Joe moves to Colorado. I just think he's paying all the comedians so well that it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for them to justify going on the road unless they can sell out like an NAC. Like, listen... Bill Burr sold out two shows at the NAC, 300 bucks a ticket. That's easy for him. That's Most ridiculous, man. <laughs> Isn't it insane? It's fucked. Um, Jim Jeffries tickets, also 300 bucks. Okay, but okay, I was thinking about that. That could happen in this city because you sit here and you're like, it's so boring, everything's happening. And then some somebody plays and, oh, all those people live here? Unless they're coming from Montreal, Toronto. No, it's not all from Ottawa. Yeah. There's, there's, a, there's an audience for anything. It's just they have to want it. I truly believe that a lot. Jim, sorry. Back the fuck up. Jim Jeffries tickets are $300. Well, for like the, if you want decent ones, the ones that are like up back are probably like, I think they were 150 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. The weird thing is you're saying this. You, you sat here on this show two years ago and said, and I quote you, the Jim Jeffrey show we went to was one of the best, if not the best show you've ever been to. It was one of the funniest to. shows I've ever went to. We paid no more than like $35 We didn't pay, for first of tickets. all. I got the tickets. No okay. one paid for a ticket. Okay, even better. I didn't pay a penny for <laughs> yes. them. More to prove my point. Um, no, I cannot believe... Uh, if your mom paid like hundreds or $300 for those tickets, no, no, then... No, 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 she didn't. Do you know how much it is to get in the club where I work at? Forty bucks. Twenty dollars. What a deal! I pour my heart and soul. People paying twenty. It's it's There's no confidence or um. The club owners in Ottawa are so scared that they try to nickel and dime everything. But if you just say this, how much this is now? 
Oh, wait. How much do you think it should be? $30, I think, would be... No, on a Friday night? You're fucking crazy. Okay, okay. I mean, $20, $30. I thought he was going to say, like, 100 bucks. No, no, no. How, what does the room fit? 100 180 Get the fuck out of here, $30. You're fucking bananas. It should only be $20? Yes, $20 for Ottawa I mean, you'd comedians. you'd have to put on, like, no, a really... No, no, no. This you'd have to put on a really good show. Okay, but when for you say... For $30. For, yeah, for $30. And his is $100 better. Whose? Jim Jeffries. In a, in a stadium. Oh. Oh wait, that's what we're comparing. Yes, well, his are, his is a hundred. His is a thousand dollars better. Okay, you're also forgetting. By that logic, he could sell his tickets for like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. You're forgetting that the price of his ticket is he has to rent the venue and pay for security. So that's implied in like there's never. I've never seen a fucking security at your venue ever. No, that's just such a weird flex. Like <laughs> you guys. The, You're not talking about the same kind of professional at that point. You know what I mean? Oh, no. There's a guy coming. um, Kamar's point is Friday, there's a headliner that they've brought in from out of town. And you're usually getting the the best of the best from Ottawa. So let's say say that Dan Quill is coming to Ottawa. Okay. I don't know who that is. No, nobody does. That's exactly (laughs) my point. Like, even the best guy coming in from Toronto, you've never heard of. And Jim Jeffries, who I don't agree. Like, I don't like, but uh, sorry. Hold on, wait. Let me just. I, I don't wanna... agree that he should be charging $300 a ticket, but if that's the comparison we're making. I just like... want to break this down, though, Kamar. If he sells 180 seats, okay, he, if he fills the room, which is on him to promote properly to fill the room, okay, so that's some nickel and diming. But if he's promoted properly and done it, he's filled the room. Let's say it's 200 people just to round up. That's four grand at the door from $20. You think. How many how many comedians are on the bill? Last night there were four. Okay. So everyone at four thousand dollars, everyone should still be getting paid a great amount. He's still making money at the bar. He's still making I, I can't say aloud of what I got of that. Well, that's my point though. So you're mad at the wrong person. Like to say it should be thirty dollars. If it was, you wouldn't be getting more money. Isn't a movie twenty dollars now? Anyways, anyways, we're we're getting stuck on this. It it really doesn't matter. Don't a talk movie about pay. costs two hundred million dollars to make. Don't talk about pay. You're talking about a guy who does comedy in front of his mirror. What was I going to say? <laughs> no, you, you guys should make plans. Brett's birthday is coming up, and the guy who's going to be uh, headlining is one of the best in the country. Kamar is telling us to book seats at the club. That okay? I get it. That was good promotion. Simon's not happy about it. I'm just waiting for him to go on. Like you said, there's a lot of comedy talk in this. Yeah, it was insane. There was boring. it was like mostly shop talk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I related to what are you talking about with the rhyme of the joke because recently I've been trying to tell stuff differently. Okay, and it really it, like I'm able to do it, but it's it, everything's just different because there is a rhythm. But I think it's better for my development to uh, just change it up and tell two jokes. That say I t- tell this joke and that joke always switch them. And sometimes you realize that joke does not work unless you do that. Does that make any sense? There's definitely a rhythm to the... Yeah, it seems ridiculous to intentionally go against the rhythm. You've built your set a specific way. So now I'm making it harder on myself to sort of that seems so figure it out. Especially if you have like premises that lead into each other. That would be like if be... you wrote a book. And you had chapters. Yes, yes no, it's, it's exactly it's William what Burroughs. William S. Burroughs did. Exactly he wrote two Burroughs. books and just cut them in half and glued them together. Yeah, dumb as shit. Yeah, but, but, so stupid. Unreadable. 
But say say I am doing a big show. Yeah. I'll still do them in the way I do them. But if I'm doing a show for six people on Elgin, I just switch it up and like... This guy two seconds ago was saying they should get $30 a show, yet he's now being like, when I do those shows, I like to switch up my stuff. But this is the thing. You don't have a choice. He Andrew Shell says he does comedy three nights a week and does 12 sets a week. Sure. Minimum, that's what you have to do to get funny. Yeah. So ideally, you want to get paid for everything you do, but you can't. So you can't just wait till you get paid to get fun. Like you have, you have to do these free shitty shows. Yeah, I understand. And that's it. But my point was still that if you're up there, if you want $30 a show, everyone better be bringing their A game, not just like, ah, I'm just trying. You know. I'm saying uh, this is just on Friday, Saturday night. It's whatever, $15, $10 the rest of the week. I'm going to say that should be more. I, I just think it's worth it. Like, it's been $20 a show for 10 years. Like, my buddy this week was up my ass. He's like, why don't we open a comedy club and we'll just bring, like, the Shane Gillises and all these people down? And I was like, you why, why don't you? are dumb as shit. Because that's uh, what you totally should do. Because, okay, if you want Shane Gillis to play at your comedy club in Ottawa. You have to pay him. You, you have to pay his flight. You first pay his class room. airfare and a hotel, yeah. okay? Yeah. Then you have to, so that already you're charging $50 at the door. You have to have other comedians. Oh, like, I thought you had an unlimited budget. That wasn't oh, part of the game I? you were playing. I don't know. <laughs> you were well, talking about opening a comedy club. Just like I said, you have unlimited free comedians to open for Shane Gillis. That's that's not yeah, a cost. That's not well, okay, but you'd have to pay them. No, but that's that's why. Yeah. And you can't you'd need three hundred seats and you have to pack it every Friday and Saturday. It would I still think you could do listen, that. Listen, just Hold as on, the, just, just as the gag premise of a guy who does a podcast about Joe Rogan show opening a comedy club and calling it like the Mothership ship? The sun ship or something. I don't know. The child ship and... Kamar, you hit the nail on the head, though. You Okay, so let's say you open up a comedy club with 300 seats in Ottawa. Um, there's a lot of nights where you don't have a Shane Gillis, and you're paying rent on a place with 300 seats. Oh, no, that's why you don't do it. Yes, I said, I said that's you why do you it. don't do it when... Now, but if you were getting Shane Gillis's in, if every week or every month, whatever, I don't know what the numbers are. But you're bringing in giant acts like that. They pay off the rest of your, you know, I'm with like, you. Sure. But if you could guarantee, listen, if let's say I was a working comedian who had a relationship with all these guys, then yes, I might come back to yeah. Ottawa and say, guess what? If I can get one of these guys here every Friday, it would be better if like your uncle was like their agent or something. That's a way. <laughs> yeah, There'd be a lot of things that because, would be better. Because like Kamar knows comedians and it doesn't help them at all. What know? I, what I say is no, no, I'm being serious. No, it's like, not and that. I'm not rude. No one can help themselves. Like, it's just, it's just a harder industry. Well, no, here. I mean, look like your buddy there. What's his name? Exactly. The second he, you say that, you're you're admitting why there's no Canadian comedy. He could like what's put, his name? He, Ryan Long. No, um, yeah. yeah, is he your yeah. friend? Yeah, like he could push you over, as the wrestlers say. You know, absolutely. I and just can't just, work there, and just doesn't. Nope. I cannot work in America and do comedy. Like he can't do that. You could you understand if that? you're willing to take money under the table. You could, but if you get caught, you're fucked. Yeah, you're in some. What do you, you can't? Of course, you can work in America. No, no, I you can't. need a working visa. Anyways, I've told this a million you can times. And go, you can go do shows. In no, America. you cannot. No, you cannot. You are a working performer. You need a perfor- you need a working visa to go do that. Okay, I mean that's not that hard to get. Now, if you want ten thousand dollars, 
if you want to go do it for free. It's true. Yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. You can go and get on and not make money. He could go sure. and do it for exposure. Like if Kamar right now, let's say Kamar hit a slot machine tomorrow for like thirty grand, and he decided I'm going to use this thirty to go spend the next three months performing for free all over the states. He could do that. There must be for so- sure. I could go open for Ryan if I paid my way there right now. That's interesting. No, what you need is listen. What you could do, Kamar, is again. If you went and performed a bunch for free and you had some club owner or someone like if you if Joe Rogan, for example, he could get you a working visa the sponsor. Yes, Mm -hmm. I I just I just thought of this, but there must be two tiers of homeless people in Austin right now. The actual homeless and the comedians and then the comedians who are living out of their cars and shit. There must be so many of them because think about it now that um, Kill Tony is in the mothership. Yeah. That show becomes so like prestigious, you know. I mean, kill, kill Tony, anyways. The fact that it gets on YouTube every week to that many people is such a big deal, you know. Dude, right now, they do two shows a week and they're sold out until September when they haven't posted more shows. If they had posted more, yeah, no, those would be sold I'm out. I'm talking well. about for the comedians, okay, sure, yeah, like they it's such a big deal. Yeah, to get on Kill if Tony. If you get on Kill Tony and you either impress Tony or um, just murder, if you're like undeniably good, I think you get work. You know what I mean? I've seen I've seen some pretty crazy things happen on that show. Um, there's more people in Ottawa than Austin. Like Ottawa's a bigger city than Austin. It's so weird how all okay. that can thrive there. But I mean, Austin is known for its culture and like arts and things yeah, like South that. By South yeah, Ottawa that's, isn't really like also, that. That's where the scene scene could thrive in Montreal. Hold on, hold on. You're you're also you're doing a, a geographical disservice. Austin's like a forty minute drive from either Houston or San Antonio. Well, that's from a bunch of different places. That's like. interesting. Well, it, it's like a, a two hour drive from another big city. But my point is, is there's a there's a massive city. With- and no, you couldn't do that in Montreal. No, you can't. Well, obviously, someone would be doing it. You couldn't even do that in Toronto. Like they, that's the closest. You Toronto, you could do it. Austin already had clubs in this Toronto. like magic to it, and four, I'm not four, taking four. anything away from Joe or what he did with comedy, but that it works specifically in that city because there's already this like thing he, about he's it. He's changed know? the universe of comedy. Hundred percent. Like yeah. from the comedy store to yeah. to Austin. I mean, it's amazing that he managed to convince so many people to go with him. But but they were the talking. They were talking about these up flare moments like uh, Boston, New York, L.A. They said San Francisco, but there was a time when it was Houston, which sort of is like a full circle. Um, Kinnison, Bill Hicks, they all came out of Houston. That was another pivotal scene in the. Things shift, and now it's Austin. Who knows it'll ever be anywhere else? Do you ever get that when you're when you're singing a song in your head, like Like, an earworm? Earworm is you sing the same chorus of a song over and over your head. It happens to me all the time. Well, he was just talking about that, like that moment you get into. What is that? What is that? What is that? Yeah. Um, Well, music's catchy. I like that he said he doesn't like people. Yeah, but sometimes it's a bad a bad song or is something. Is it Shulls we're talking about? Yeah, yeah Shulls. Yeah, but Kamar, you're also, most people don't know most lyrics to a song. 
So you just know the it's catchy true. hook. You know the catchy so hook. So because you true. know the catchy hook, that's yeah. the part you're. And when you walk around someplace and you're killing time, do you guys whistle? No. No, I'm not a big whistler. Never. No. You know who whistles? Uh, serial killers and pedophiles. Really? Yeah. Don't <laughs> whistle. Whistle is whistling super creepy. I whistle. If I hear somebody whistling, I'm like, yeah, it's creepy. Come on, that's weird. You're just out there whistling like a fucking sociopath. Yeah. Uh, he said he doesn't like people he knows watching him perform. I understand. So that's that. not uh, normal. Is that not normal? No. So that's normal. That seems normal to yeah. me. Like, I'd be much more interested in, like, randos seeing things I've made. Than... But in the beginning, you're so excited. You're asking all these people to come see yes, you. And they're like, yeah. let me know when you see you. And then you, it's, you're doing it, you start to realize, this was a horrible dude, idea. It's, it's, this was a date I never wanted to happen. It, it, that's so funny, eh? Because it's always when you're at your worst, when you want the most people to come and see you, because that's when you're starting out, you know? And then when you get better, you're like... That's funny. I actually told no one to come. See, you were you you were ahead of the curve. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you, you got there before you yeah. had to learn it. Well, I don't yeah. even know what he's talking about. When That's I did comedy, how, uh, oh comedy, gotcha. Yeah. Like you were there, but I told you not to come. Mm-hmm. Mary was there. I also told mm-hmm. her not to come. But I literally said to everyone right. else, yes, do I, not. Show I understand up. that though. Like for you, yeah, your first time, I get why you wouldn't want yeah. all those suckers there. Yeah, because there's there's nothing like it. Like you feel like you stink. No, I knew. When I you knew. No, 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 I was no, like, no. I know I stink. No, but, okay. When you bomb, yeah, you know what you're doing. You've done this before. Shake it off, but still, you feel, like, radioactive as you, as you like, you feel people repel from you, yeah. and, yeah. like... You have a negative aura. Comics look at you like you're dead. <laughs> like oh, You hear like, pussies nice drying you. up all around you. And you, you don't... I hear that anyway. You, you don't want your friends to be around you. But if you're doing it for like the third time and you bomb, like you, you can't even possibly take that. You don't know what you're doing. Like it, when it I, could be a million things. I killed when I used to do our oratoires. You know, go on public speaking and oh, I remember in, them. Yeah, uh, junior high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Killed. Oh yeah. People thought I was hilarious. One of them I did was: is a tomato a fruit or a vegetable? Mm-hmm. Boom. That was like a ten minute premise. It's a riot. Um, Joe's sort of new rich, eh? This fucking guy. How it's so? It's funnier than any joke you have, Kamar. Agreed. Let's hear. Um, Joe's new rich. He just likes spending money. Like, as soon as he got money, he started spending it. He, he wasn't, and he encourages everyone to spend money. Now he makes a lot of money, so he has to spend a lot of money. But um, I he think. He has so much money now, though. I think it's like, like, you're right. He always spent some money. He's but new he rich. obviously saved look the podcast wasn't always this famous right there were many years when he was living off his uh talk or his uh news radio money or whatever his uh fear factor like how much do you think he made from fear factor all said and done 60 million no you think it was that much too much too much yeah, that's, that's too much, way right? Too much, yeah. So this is what I'm saying. He wasn't. He had fuck you money, as in Six whatever. Million. But once then you have kids and a wife and all of this shit. Like I'm sure his wife makes money too. But if she didn't, let's say she was just like uh, I don't think she works now. Why would she? Oh, I think she probably does. What? You, why? She probably runs like some one of his okay, charities sure, or something. Sure. You know. I don't, I don't really. I don't that's an interesting thing. No, why like would those. you? But then people like working. It's the same like you said. Do. Why would your kids? You know, she probably does some charity. charitable work or something or whatever the sure, fuck she sure, wants to do. Sure. 
Uh, remember when people used to steal car stereos? If yeah. I was rich, I'm sorry. If I was rich, mm-hmm. my wife wouldn't work. Well, I'm just, I'm backward. just telling you. That doesn't sound backwards. Well, I wouldn't work either if I was super rich. If your wife was rich, would you work? No. no. Okay. If I had any money, I wouldn't work. Yeah. But you do. You would work on whatever you wanted to. That's not work. It's, that's what they say. Yeah. Um, I'd work on my tan if that's what you mean. <laughs> people used to steal car stereos. Yeah. <clears throat> I knew people that used to steal cars. It was a very short period of time where they were making these removable car stereos, and it's almost like they made them to subsidize the criminal activities that were going <laughs> on. It was like this whole, it was just right around that same Fast and Furious time where they were giving the fucking guns to the. Uh... The funniest was you couldn't even sell them for much. Like, I remember my buddy stealing car stereos, and I was like, sick, how much did you get for those? He's like, oh. 25 bucks each. And I was like, what are you, you doing? Well, I think it was window, just, they were just run. so easy to take, right? It's yeah. like leaving a bag of $100 bills on the seat. I, I I think I bought one. It's so funny, though, Kamar, when you talk about that sort of technology. Like, I remember my dad pulling up one day in his, like, Ford F-150. Blaring queen. And he was like, I just got a new stereo and, like, listen to it. And he played some ACDC and he was like, you know what's in the back? I was like, what? He's like, a six-disc changer. I remember being like, holy fuck, there's, you can put six CDs in this thing at once? He's like, yep. Was that 60 songs? Well, that's the thing is now you're like, yeah, like, dude, I get in my car. I literally have the whole world at my fingertips. Well, remember when they used to have, like, if somebody was really rich, they'd have, like, the... The 100 disc? The, or the 50 disc. It, they'd come in the cars, like, the newer version yeah, of yeah. the cars. Would, they'd, or, yeah, or a 100 disc or whatever. Well, the 100 disc, I never saw in a and car. And they would just always fuck up, Skip. like... Just you could never get the disc you wanted to play. It was just a terrible. First of all, it's in the trunk beside a giant subwoofer. Well, and you're depending on this laser, but things are moving. Like it was just a terrible concept. Yeah. So they talked about this CDs as well. Is what I'm yeah. saying. The record. Yeah. Is how it begins. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know if that little thing with the uh, you know is a metal thing with little bumps on it. Ding, 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 ding. I think that might have been the first player, but then the record. Oh, you're talking about the thing that the... This is a, how we could a- get access to music. Yeah, yeah. Just historically. Mm-hmm. Then you make it with your own drum, but the Rolly thing, the record, the A-track. Yep. Before my time, but yeah. I've seen them. I've seen someone who had it, but I've seen the actual A-tracks. They were my parents' time. And cassettes. And then, then cassettes. The, then the cassettes. That was my time. Loved me a cassette. Cassette, uh, blank tapes. That was uh, Players with two. See, you had cassettes? How could you have cassettes? I was born in 1983. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. 83, really? What? How, why do I think how you're young so young? Do you think Hold I on, am. you were born it's in '83. So he thinks you're somebody else. He, he thinks I'm a five There's foot two, twenty year old. Six years between us. Yeah. How old is Dan? He's 82. He's the same age. No, sorry. Yeah, no, he's 82. He'll be he'll be 41 in September. So he's a year. He's technically like a, a year older than me. But you must have come in right at the end of tapes. No, Simon, listen. No. I, it really doesn't matter. Okay, I'm Simon, sorry. The don't, reason, don't hold on. The reason I got into hip-hop, like I listened to hip-hop when I was young. Is like the tapes on the street. No, it wasn't even. Oh. No, I, I was so bored of my music that one night on a Monday, I was scrolling through Ottawa radio. Literally, up one, up one, up one. And I found CKCU, and it happened to be a night where there was rap playing. I always had a blank tape in the shit, and I recorded the whole show, and... 
the whole week. That's all I listened to. What would you record? Sorry, sorry. I got to investigate this a little bit, Kamar. What were you recording before rap? I have a hard time seeing, picturing you listen to anything but hip hop. Uh, the radio. So like if like the Bears top 10 at 10, because I listen to like a lot of Green Day, Pearl Jam. Okay, okay, I also then I had like a little like a one year punk phase where it was like no use for a name, no effects, gotcha. that sort of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, gotcha, and then gotcha. all that was just like so boring to me, like so fucking boring. So when I was like, I think I was like 11 or 12, like I said, I was listening to CKCU one night and I hit record. And every Monday for a year, that show I listened to and I recorded Is it. Is it Trevor Walker? No, it was DJ L. Karam. Trevor Walker's a good pull. I'll carry him. I'll carry the boys. Yeah. Yeah, I'll carry him. Yeah. So he had all for one. That show was fucking incredible. I used to record those and give them to Dan and we would listen. And then Dan started buying vinyl and was like a DJ. And then I started from then I started buying like tons of CDs. Like okay. I still have. You can see down there. There's still those are all hip hop. I used probably- to work there at uh, CKCU. When I was young. Sorry, Kamar, go on with your point. I see that you grew up. Access to music. They talked about access to music, say the radio. I said last week, uh, skateboard videos. Yeah, that was a good one. Huge one. And college radio. Yeah, college radio. Yeah. That's that's what I was thinking now. Or, and then he said, someone says, hey, man, you got to hear this. You get it. What the hell? And you freak out. You you think you have sort of ownership over something when like they, kamar i remember sorry simon okay. i remember the day i remember the day a buddy of mine was like you got to come to my house and see this thing on my computer and it was napster and it fucked my entire head up everything i was like hold on hold on because dude especially at that time in hip-hop like simon was saying if you didn't live in new york you didn't have access to a lot of these mixtapes so you weren't you well, didn't that, hear so there was so much you didn't hear unless you had access to like a New York radio station. That was my question. Those mixtapes. Yeah. Were they always tapes or were they sometimes CDs? No, once CDs became the norm, yes. then, then they, they were CDs. C- they but were just, they just called, called mixtapes tapes. as okay. a, a colloquialism. So 50 Cent, yeah. was he actually making physical tapes or was he making CDs? I think just CDs at that point. Like yeah, because he was around. He, he was like, like when he started doing that it was like ninety seven, so ninety eight. So those no, are all I'm CDs. Just, yeah. I'm just wondering. Okay, yeah, yeah. The so. whole mixtape, like I said, it's a colloquialism for the beginning of because yeah, everyone gotcha. used to gotcha, like even gotcha. you when you were a kid, you'd put a tape in one deck. Yeah, yeah, I did that. That's everyone yeah. made mix. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So a track, record, cassette, CD, MP3 for a microsecond. Yeah. No, I'm, what are you talking about? Is that considered a mode of MP3? Still, it still exists. Well, that's, that's how you listen to now. music on Spotify. That's what we're at now. MP3. Yeah, that's an MP3 file. Okay, is it? What? How do you how do you stream music on like? Uh, you're streaming, Apple, you're streaming an MP3. MP3? Yeah. So we're still on MP3s. Yeah. And the other thing. And keep in mind too on Spotify, like if you have a Spotify Premium, I can download my playlist so that it doesn't use data, so that it's on my phone. So that's gotcha. then it's just putting the MP3 on your phone. So MP3s. And, and then and wireless headphones. And now we're back to records. Vinyls outsold v- CDs. CDs, yeah, because no one has CD players. But that means that vinyl outsold everything. Vinyl became the USD for music. I guess, yeah, sure. It's a weird analogy. Well, no, I mean but- now it's MP3, but like an actual physical way to play your music. The only way to do that now really Nobody's printing CDs anymore, is my point. If you want a physical Tell me about copy, it. No, no, no. You can still you, get CDs. They just don't. Simon, either either one, whether it's vinyl or CDs, they only do limited presses now. It's not like where it used to be where, you know, if 50 Cent's album dropped, they printed 3 million of them. That would doesn't you buy t- there are no Would you buy CD today? I still buy CDs occasionally. Where do you buy CDs? Really? 
Where the hell Live do you shows. buy CDs? Yeah, okay. No, Just but are the there artists? any stores out there where you can buy CDs? No, no I'm, I'm speaking exactly You can go and buy about. vinyl, though. You can still buy, like, again, if you go to the RTJ, the Run the Jewels website, you can buy the vinyl or their CD. I, I'm just saying, though, yeah. like, there's no HMV anymore. Those stores are no, those gone. Those are gone, yeah. When you do go to, there like, is a record store the at, Sunrise yeah, Records, Sunrise, yeah. no CDs, it's records. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I think they still have CDs there. I would Sunrise be very records. surprised I would if not they be. had CDs. I bet they still have CDs. I bet they might even have some VHS tapes. I think you're crazy. I you think never play that DVDs. CD? You buy it, but you never... Never play it. It's just support. I have. That's exactly. It. I went to one of the last shows I went to was Jungle, uh, this UK group, and I bought all three of their albums because again I'm a big fan. I've been listening to all their albums on Spotify. Didn't own a single one, so I bought all three. I haven't never, opened. Never played them. Haven't opened any it. one of them. I love it. Uh, getting canceled was sort of like the best thing that happened to Shane Gillis. Yeah, he could have gone down the other road again, sucked into that machine, and maybe still come out successful. But it's. It's so interesting. Canceling here from Ari doesn't really exist. As long as you keep working and stuff, whatever. I said that a while ago, that unless it's like a criminal charge, you usually just need to weather the storm. And, I and mean, there's no th- much thing as bad To quote WWE, sometimes it can like halt your push. It doesn't mean that you stop working in the industry. It doesn't mean that you're not still winning matches or losing matches. It just means that that push to put you over, as they say in the industry, isn't behind you anymore. Like Vince McMahon has lost favor with you. Doesn't mean he fired you. Just means he's not interested in putting you over. Been I hate a you. Lot of yes, I know <laughs> you have. Yeah, and I hate you. I don't know if you know this, but it's uh, Ultra Miami this weekend. Uh, as you know, I didn't know What that. is Ultra Miami? It's, it's a, a race? EDM. It's an EDM. EDM. Oh, I'm well, glad you I used that word to describe it. Yes. Oh, no, it's the best. No, it, it, it's just... the only time of year I listen to EDM. Did you say you're glad I used that word to describe because it? Because the styles of comedy are like styles of EDM. Because some people say it all sounds the same, and it sort of does, but it doesn't. So what to you is EDM? Like, is jungle EDM? Yeah, of, of course. But okay, there's I'm just but there's techno. Yeah. There's house. <clears throat> yeah. There's, like, hard house. Yeah. There's, like, acid house. Yeah. There's, like, trance. There's jungle. But I grew up in there's all that. Jum- but they're all electronic music, but they're all different. Yeah, they're and, under one umbrella. It's like hip-hop. And you might like one and not like the other. There's a lot of houses, eh? Yeah. A lot of house music, you mean? No, the acid house and yes. whatever. Yeah. A lot you of houses. a lot of houses. Yeah. Houses sounded yeah. like Game of Thrones for a second there. But again, hip hop's the same core. I, rock was the same too. You had like all sorts of different rock. And in the same vein, that's what com- yeah. comedy is like. All music is like that. There's always all sorts of different. Same yeah. with art. Any that's art. Saying, any no, but art, people yeah. say EDM is like this. It's own in EDM is like these are subgenres. I mean, I guess there is more, but all rap is rap. The beats no. change. What? Yeah, all rap is rap, I, I but see what it, you're saying. it varies. It, of course, varies wildly from region to region. Like the East Coast versus West Coast, the so- the Southern stuff it's sounds funny, different. It's funny, though. When you say rap, I think like DMX. But when you say, say hip-hop, hip-hop you think I think like, like Talib Kweli, most Everything else, yeah, that's yeah. good, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no. I that's interesting. So that. That's interesting. So if I say rap. You're mm-hmm. thinking of something else. If I say hip hop, you're thinking of like yeah. When you say rap, I don't necessarily think Genres. of rap as like the thing. Rap it, to me is like um, it has to be hard, whereas hip hop is more like so artistic. white people. So white people by and large don't rap. Like Eminem probably raps. 
Yeah, he raps. He raps. Like Eminem isn't really hip hop to me. Hip hop is like uh like I said, like Talib Kweli. Yeah, or like Most um Madlib. All of those people. Yeah, agree. MF Doom. Yep, sure. RTJ would be hip hop. Nipsey Hustle would be rap. Uh that's a tough one because like Tupac is hip hop. Yeah. But he's both. He crosses. That's true. Both yeah. Worlds. Okay. Yeah. 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 Rap yeah. and yeah. you make a good point. But that's probably called something else, actually, because you're <laughs> right. Rap would be the the umbrella that encompasses those two genres of rap, hip hop and whatever it is. Uh like what is NWA? It's not hip hop. Well, NWA was a hold on. NWA was gangster rap. Gangster That's a rap specific there. genre. But well, DMX wasn't gangster rap. No, but sure. But get, both of those things, I don't think you have to call it gangster rap. It was something else, though. It was no, no. It was specifically gangster rap. That's what it had been. That's what the mainstream media, at least, had decided. Yeah, that, I know. They they were talking about that, but they were still making beats that sounded good. Yeah. Well, it had nothing to do with the beats. It was just the the what they were rapping about was considered gangster rap. That's mm-hmm. what. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of rap then. And do you consider like uh, do you consider Eminem gangster rap? No. But that's pretty like all he was talking about was killing people and. But he wasn't talking about it in a gang sense. He was more like I'll, okay, I'll well, kill my baby's give me mama. Someone else then who talked about shooting people but did it in a really melodic way like that happened. Well, Biggie I wouldn't. Smalls. Sure. Sure. Tupac. The Wu Tang okay, Clan. Yeah. Nah, Wu Tang well, wasn't gangster rap. They're pretty rap. hard. I mean, though. I don't know. That's Wu Tang's yeah, hard. That's interesting. Oh, hey? Wu Tang's hard as fuck. Wu Tang's hard. No, but, but I, I'm but, saying, hold like, on. Wu-Tang's they fall under rap. that. They fall under that hip hop genre they're, as well. They, they are right on the line. Bull- they're right on no, the line. No, 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 no. Of no. hard and hip hop. If you listen to Ghostface Killers, all that I got is you. That is, that is not rap. That is a song that could make any human cry i'm just they're they blur the line that's all i'm saying well no because at first you said they were rap 100 no and then i said they blurred the line okay they're right on the edge because listen they have some yeah hip-hop. like i mean listen odb is the perfect example of blurring the line yeah like that yeah exactly the ghetto boys go. do you know the ghetto boys uh, i would say hip-hop for the ghetto boys yeah they talked the about killing boys. people scarface he was in the Ghetto Boys. What do you think about Two Life Crew? Oh, I was just about to bring them up because that's so underrated. Their impact on like freedom of speech and like what are you talking about? They you fought. The, they went to the Supreme Court pretty much, didn't but they? But no one talks about them like in today with cancel culture, or whatever. Like they were. You know what's funny though is they fought that battle, but then like a decade later, uh, Florida sent Max Hardcore to jail for obscenity, which is kind of interesting. But if anyone sees Max Hardcore. Yeah, I, listen, I get it's way different. Jail, think about what he's doing. <laughs> that guy needed a timeout. And if you can't see that, there's something wrong with you. And I may be a hypocrite for saying that. But no, so no, weird. you're right on the money, Kamar. You've never Ooh, been more yeah. right about anything in your life. Sometimes people just need a timeout. And he didn't have to go to jail for a long time, but he had to think about what the fuck he was doing. Oh, my God. Fucking classic. He's the best person you want to be right now. But yes, you're right. Two Live Crew fought that whole... They kept getting arrested at their live shows. But they didn't talk about killing people. It was just sex. There was no violence. I guess it was sexual violence. I don't know if you remember this, but Toronto. Madonna got arrested in Toronto for obscenity because she was warned before she went on stage by the local authorities. They were like, if you grab your crotch while you're on stage, you will be arrested. And so obviously Madonna being Madonna was like, went out and fucking licked her hand and rubbed her pussy. And yeah, she got arrested. That checks out. 
The best story. What was but, sorry? No, no. What the, was the movie? <laughs> what was the here? This could be your movie yeah, game if it you will want. Be. Well, no, what, we have to do it after the break. Interesting. We'll, we'll come back to this. Yeah. What was the movie that they made? Was it UB twenty? No, it was. Uh, oh, uh, with uh, Chris Rock about two li- not two live crew about. It was oh, a parody. Was it? Of, yeah. it was a parody about rap. CB four. CB four. Yes. Great fucking. Can movie. you feel the yeah, sweat from my balls? Do you want here. the sweat from my balls? It's a great movie. Great movie. I'm gonna have to rewatch that. I don't know where the fuck I haven't you seen find it in a CB four. But we got to wrap this up. Chris and Rock was in it. Yeah. Yeah, Chris yeah. Rock. That's what I said. Yeah, is we'll that do the said? movie game after. Yeah, we're when we do, come this back, is unprecedented. We're going to do the last thing is I haven't heard about the recording of him having tell you know me that is <laughs> I uh, I didn't get it. I, I didn't. I care. made a reference that you had low key big ass titties. Yeah. I, just, I just need you to know that I just hated that whole wish... interaction that didn't have to be in the podcast. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Aren't I funny, Joe? Joe, tell them how funny I am. Just for future reference, you should have skipped over all the comedy stuff, gone right to the pyramids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, now we're done. You got to yeah. categorize the importance. You don't have to go in order like that. You can, you can skip to the good shit oh, and circle shit. back because so there's much. good stuff at the end. So and we spent a whole long time talking about the bullshit that we said was so fucking boring in this episode. The whole point of us, Kamar, is to pull out the gems from the episode. So I don't know if you can tell chat GPT to do that and be like, just kind of pull out the good parts. And oh, you could actually the, hold on. You could. You it's could all tell about chat the GPT. You could prompt it to say Simon prefers ancient <laughs> aliens, Bigfoot. Hey, and come the on. Ocean. Listen to the guy who's on Lex right now. Matt, too, if you yeah, want. The chat it's, GPT yeah, it's guy, yeah. very interesting. Oh, my Lanta is it ever interesting. Yeah, a lot of stuff's going down. Oh, well, I, I, there's a couple points that I have to get to. Um, and uh, oh I'll God. do in the post, Joe. Do it after. I'll do in the post, Joe. All right, fine. Let's rate shells and then we'll take a break. I can't give this more than a two. I give it a two. I would give it a two and a half. Well, I give it a two. I like shells. I like I said, I came I like around. Shulls I came too. around a long time ago. He's yep. won me over. Good on him. I just this episode was so much shop talk, and it just didn't it didn't do it for me. That's all. All right, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna pay a bill, and we'll be right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all want to feel our best all the time. That's really the goal. Feel 100%, 100% of the time. It's not easy to get there, but with a little bit of help, it is possible. If you work closely with a therapist, a therapist can help you be your best version of you. Because when you feel empowered, it's much easier to take on all that life throws at you. doesn't matter how big or small that thing may be. For me, working with a therapist has taught me better organizational skills, how to be slightly more regimented in my day and how to deal with life. And it's been a noticeable improvement. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, I would highly suggest BetterHelp be your first stop. It's flexible. It's affordable. It's very convenient. It's done entirely online. All you got to do is fill out a brief questionnaire. Bada boom, bada bing. You are matched with a licensed therapist. You can also switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash J-R-E-E today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring this week's show. We're back. Thank you so much to BetterHelp. Should we get the movie game out of the way? It's the movie game. Oh, it's the J-R-E-E. 
So I'm going to go head-to-head to find out what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. Uh, this week we're doing CB4. Not mentioned, but super relevant. Mentioned by Simon. Parody. Reminds you of wacky packages. <laughs> good good callback to CB- our conversation that nobody was listening CB4, to. CB4, directed by Tamara Davis. Bet you didn't know that. Starring well, Chris Rock, Alan is. Payne, Deezer D, Charlie Murphy... Charlie Alexander, Phil Hartman, and Chris Elliott. Phil Hartman. Classic. Great pull, Simon. A little suspicious, but we'll see what happens. See that poker face? Did not he look like an ace is there? It's just like, I hope you don't raise. Oh, no. I uh, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. No, I heard that. That's my poker face. Awesome. I I have no idea about uh, CP4. Year. Okay. Hold on. Wasn't this a. No, that was to fear a black hat. Satirical mockumentary. Yeah, but that was also to fear a black hat. You remember that? No. No? Okay. I'm going to get you, sucker. No, that was a different one. Do you remember that movie, though? Yeah. That was a good one. That was a classic. Look at Pootie, this. Pootie Tang. Um, you have a year, Simon? I have a year. Yeah. The I, movie primarily parodies a rap yeah. group, NWA. I'm, I'm ready. It's I like have, a spinal tap for rap. 1992. And I said 90. 1993. Oh, Jesus. The trashiest of decades, the 90s. I'm ready with money, too. The trashiest? The 90s were the best. But they ended with Limp Biscuit being the biggest band in the world. Yeah, but that's... It was just trash. You can't just bet judge a whole decade on how it ended. Yeah, that's how that, I, I think that's how okay, you do it. I'm ready. All right, I said it cost five million to make and it made eighteen. Oh, I went in a totally different direction. I said it cost fifteen to make and it made eighty seven. I think I gotta give you the winner. It cost six million dollars to make. Wow, that's <laughs> not a lot of money. Made seventeen point nine million dollars at the block wow, box office. Wow, nice work. No man. shot. I hit it within a hundred K. We that's have a winner, crazy. and that's just how he knew how it was to get a Rito Center from my place. Yeah, I and he's never even been to my <laughs> that's place. That's how he knew. <laughs> I guess so. That's crazy. Wow, way what to a, go! Wow. What a way terrible, go. only I had gotten a year. Terrible, terrible movie. You chose it. Not really. It had a three x return on wow, investment. I mean, it's just. A... Or sorry, it made two to one. And that genre never really makes a lot of money. It was like a, it's like a cult film. Mm, I guess so. Yeah, that's why when you were like, I got to go watch that again, I was like, good luck fucking finding it. Nothing, nothing ages like Because 87 million seems like a lot now. A really big guess. Yeah, the fact that you thought it made 87, that's a a ton of money. Yeah, nothing goes crazy until 2000. Okay. It's true. Films. He's right. What do you think Goodfellas made? Or Casino. Like, yeah, probably like 79,000. $79,000. $79 $79,000. million. No, I think Goodfellas made forty six, and I think Casino made $53 million. Well, Goodfellas probably cost $5 million to make. No way. It cost $5 and million. And Casino to make. costs way more. You think it costs way more? 
Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it had De Niro, just to pay those Pesci. Actors, what are we doing like, here? You're looking at at least like $20 million just in actor fees. And they had real cameras. It was a real movie. It costs a lot of money to make a real and movie. And Casino costs even more. Like... That's a bigger production movie than... I would uh, assume, yeah. All those casinos and shit? Come on, man. <laughs> and anything that's old like that? It yeah. costs $25 million. Big bucks. To, to make, make what? Uh, Goodfellas. And how much to make casino? Yeah, $25 million makes sense. 25 to make... So I would think double that to make... Yeah, uh, I think casino is $50 million. Casino. No, because then casino made no money. No, you're right. It can't be that much. I would say it probably costs around the same amount of money. I think it's got to be more. While he's looking it up, type while he's looking casino. it up, dude, they they induct fifty million, fifty million to make casino. How much did it cost? How much did it make? One hundred sixteen million. Oh, I was way off. Was no, because because Goodfellas was like the legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then when yeah. the casino came, was yeah, the yeah, remake. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a Reservoir Dog and Pulp Fiction. Exactly. Thank you, Kamar. Okay, Kamar, name and a number. Nineteen fifty nine. David Buss. So this is Joe's sort of done doing his COVID victory lap. And I think guests like this is the reason why Joe's the most hated. I say oh, transphobic. I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people are going to be angry about this guy. Yeah. 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 I imagine. Why? What was the problem with this one? Oh, this guy was just. I didn't think there was any problem with it at all. He was just big on science and he was very much like there's a difference between men and women. That pisses people off mm-hmm. nowadays. You can't gotcha. say that. And so bros turn around and have arguments with. Uh, transgender or lesbians or angry woke people or whoever, and then well, I heard on Joe Rogan that there's only, and then that's I why thought Joe's this so one angry. was just talking more about like sex and monogamy and things like that. No? Uh, there, yeah, that was half of it, but he definitely. You don't think this was a just uh, a subtle fuck off? I mean, he's friends with Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Let's talk about it. I don't remember. That's what we do here. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's very interesting because it's a, like um, Darwin's theory of sexual selection. Yeah. And then they never could figure out what was going on with the peacock. Yeah. But I think it just looks big and animals are dumb. And that's how that worked. That it survived. Because you think that, that was sort of a impediment. Right. So, sorry, what's the idea that animals will always go to be the most useful to what they have to do, and a peacock's tail is only good for mating? Um, for mating. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, well, it makes you vulnerable. But hold on a second. The whole point, all animals try and be really good so they can A, eat, and B, mate. So if this thing is like hacked, the Well, survival's system, important too, though, right? Like you'd have, you didn't throw survival anywhere in there. It was just mating and eating. And eating survivals. I think the th- well, the eating to me is the survival, right? I guess no, not getting eaten as not well. Eaten right as is well. probably okay. equally as big as eating. But there, it's not like they're walking around all the time with that tail open. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's only an impediment when they're trying to get laid. But how does a peacock not get just eaten all the time? Like it. It still it, has it a brought huge Darwin tail. to tears, according to this guy. It still has a huge tail. Like, I mean, wait, do I'm, peacocks live on like Peacock Island, where they're the biggest fucking uh, animal on the on the joint? No, but I was just gonna say, like, maybe they live in places where they're not, you know, where there's not a lot of predators. I mean, do they must have? First of all, I think peacocks probably live kind of everywhere. Well, let's find out. I was just gonna say, since we know nothing about peacocks, yeah. it's probably a weird conversation to have. Uh, women use affairs to switch mates. 
Yeah. Unhappy women have affairs. Mm-hmm. 79% of women fall in love with their affairs. Uh, women have affairs because they're not happy. Men have a, have affairs regardless of their mood. Yeah. It has nothing to do with a... Um, and men don't tend I, to fall. I, men don't care. I need to switch it up, change it up or whatever. Yeah. All these are all just illustrating that there is a difference between a man and a woman. Yes, and 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 um, when someone asks you what is a woman or what is a man, these are things you could you describe it. The problem is the the problem that people have, Kamar, is that there are always exceptions to the rule. Of of course, yeah. So people, when you say that, people think that you're saying all women are like this or all men are like that. It's not. That's all I'm saying is it's not you know. What he's doing is using the sample size and saying that given the sample size, this is by and large how this works. And I, I agree with the science, but there's always exceptions to every rule. Oh, I, I'm not saying because this guy says there's no such thing as transgender. No, no, no. I didn't say that either. I know I wasn't going there at all. But uh, the baby's mama, the mama's baby, the papa's maybe. Yeah. If you think about it, only recently do we know whose kid is who, or, or had the technology to do it. Like to prove it. To, to prove DNA. Um, yeah. Yeah. You just had to take the woman's word for it. Before. And, and. Or keep a really good eye on her. A byproduct that was developing jealousy in human beings. I think we've always had jealousy long before. Uh, well, he's, he said it was a thing to protect your, your wife or like the thing that's going to help you breed. Well, I mean, yeah, that makes the thing that belongs to you, I guess, is uh, um, peacock. Just the very first thing it says. It may seem that having such a long train of bright feathers would slow a peacock down and make him easy target for predators like mongooses, jungle cats, stray dogs, leopards, and tigers. And this is absolutely true. Hmm. Well, so but they just, made it. They're just useless creatures. Well, but they've done. They're around. Yeah, it really is weird. The weirdest one was that men abuse women to keep them, which you think is is counterintuitive. You, you, if you want to keep someone, you should be nice to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but then you meet. But if you ever oh, meet a woman who's been in that scenario, you're like, they're often you're like, why aren't you leaving? Like, like you said, there's always exceptions with everything, but this is just these characteristics of like. Um, I think a woman would abuse a man to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Well, there's lots of women abusing men. Sometimes I think it's just a power dynamic too. Like sometimes women will just put a guy down because they're like, fuck this guy. I want to have, you know, I don't know. But lots of women hit men. Like it happens all the time. It's just, you don't look at it the same way as you do when a man hits a woman. I don't think it happens all the time. I think there are plenty of women out there who hit women. Their, probably hit women too, and but I wonder if gay I mean, guys fight that much. I assume. I think men and women fight. Women and women fight, and gay guys just get along and suck each other's dick. Um, I'm sure there's a certain type of. Uh, there's got to be abuse in gay relationships too. Oh, with for both sure. men. Yeah. It. I mean. I bet it's actually probably got to be a higher it a lot incidence. Like prison. I don't know. What a gay relationship is just like prison. No. Well, I mean. If you're like fighting, go on. Well, it's two men. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, don't don't so, worry about no, it. No, no, please. That's it. That's the end of it. Okay. 
Interesting. It's like prison <coughs> where you would have to fight other men. That's it. So a gay relationship Period. is like prison because you have to fight other men. No, if you're the type of person who fights in your relationship. Yeah. Like you're two guys, you're yeah. both alpha males, uh-huh. you're in a relationship. Yeah. That would be like living they, in prison. They fight before they fuck? I mean, I, I don't know. I think a, I think a lot of I imagine a lot of men like come unless have a black eye beat their wives and then you know make them have sex with them. If you're the type of guy who beats your wife, I assume you have no problem forcing her to have sex with you. Come on, this isn't like <laughs> those things would go hand in hand. I imagine. Yeah, this is just a very interesting conversation. What I always think is the bit, what demonstrates that men and women are different is that women can get pimped way more than men can. There's something guys can do, and not well, a pimp is a, a good thing. It's about protection. It's about intimidation, protection, manipulation. Like it, it's a, there's a certain type of person who's a pimp. No, I'm saying though, why do you think the hookers go to the pimp for protection? Yeah. Because men, their clients are right, but the the man doesn't need the protection. But girls can be pimped. Like they were not prostitutes needing protection, and now they're prostitutes need protection because a guy convinced them to do it. Okay. You're not aware of that? Yeah, but go on. Women are susceptible to being pimped. I, I just think it's a lot harder for a guy to pimp a guy. <laughs> Women of are... Co- okay. Listen, are, Ergo, are, you, we're are different. you with me here? Why it's so obvious why women are pimped and men aren't? And, I don't know. And that obvious point is why right we now. are different. And it's not a social construct. We're not all the same and we've just made up these things. Right? Y- Yes. Th- right. that, that's what the purpose of this guy. I feel like he just somehow got me to admit something. <laughs> you don't understand what I'm saying? I, 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 I do, but I don't know why you've chosen be pimped out as your example. It seems very odd. Because there isn't like, if, if there were a lesbian pimp with like a bunch of guys running the track, and there must be one. There must be one out there, but it's not common. Okay. It's a male trait to pimp. (laughs) It's a female trait to be pimped. First of all, there are way more women prostitutes than men prostitutes. Because most women can get laid without paying for it. Yep. Okay. Another difference between men and women. I, I, okay, just, yes, fine. Dr. Kamar is making some solid points here. I, I don't even know the point he's trying to make. I can just picture Kamar in his in his carrier weight class. Like, listen, there's a firm difference between men and women. Women, you guys like to be pimped out. <laughs> <laughs> All right? That's just a fact of life, okay? Men. It's not like to can be convinced into. <laughs> Manipulated. Manipulated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Sorry, yeah. Again, some... The whole point of this guy going on Joe Rogan was Joe Rogan screaming, there are only two genders. Was it? I I didn't get that. Yeah, okay, if you're say-so, I'll agree. I listened to it very fast, but I thought it was all about um, love and marriage. You missed the section where he was talking about being pimped out. 
he got pimped out? No, there was no there was no pimping in this episode. No, that was just an analogy, a very poor. I analogy still just thought, yeah, the analogy is very odd. It doesn't make any sense. I'm sorry, it offends women you. are. Sus- it doesn't offend me. I just find it to like. Okay, what, so what you just said was women are susceptible to be pimped out. How many women do you have you met in your life that have been pimped out? None. But forget. Okay, that. so you- hold on. Just let's use that sample size. How many women have you met in your life? I don't know. Okay, so let's say it's let's say it's 200 low ball. You've met 200 women in your life. Not one of them has been pimped out. It kind of goes against I your bet, argument. I, maybe I know someone who has been pimped out they never told me. <laughs> I guess my point was if you had a guy who was a hooker, okay? If gender didn't matter to be an equal number of pimped out men and pimped out women. No, with that's, that men no, men. no, wrong. <laughs> go. Male pimps no. and women pimps. Okay. Anyways, go on. Let's keep going. No, I kind of love where he's going with this, though. I love that he's trying to use science, but he's he specifically it's, periscoped himself <laughs> in to the pimp to the pimp prostitute world where he has blinders well, on. No, it's a Bob Lazar world. <laughs> because isn't it, isn't it like, you know, the math teacher gets cool and realizes if he starts using grams and ounces with the yeah, kids, right. they all suddenly they, they I wouldn't have been interested in this if he was talking about mailmen. Yeah. Now he's talking about a dice game. Let's get it going. Uh, he talked about the tendency of older men to sweep in and get women before they realize their value, mm-hmm. their status, which is sort of like a Leo. But I think that's a trade off. <laughs> Man, Leo's been getting a bad rap on this podcast the last two months. That's not really Leo, because Leo's famous, so you they would be happy to be the, with her. The girl that feels goes she's, for, she's leveling up. Yeah, yeah exactly. she's adding to her value. And if she realizes well, she her value, really is leveling up. If she realizes her value, she'd still go after Leo. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's exactly who she, the very most valuable, would go it's after. true, actually, yeah. But that is realizing So he's kind of just like speeding up the process, really. Right? Yeah, he's giving girls their value early. In one or two years, they would have made their way to him anyways. I mean, in a way, though, no, because he's they're peaking early, right? So he's, yeah. And another thing is he talked about how women then realize their value. Yeah. And there was that situation where the guy, Canada, again, he discovers some girl in a Tim Hortons or whatever, and she's a Playboy model. Then she realized he was just a... Dirty old old, Dirty old man, and he killed her. There was Star 90. Eric Roberts was in it. I was thinking of pulling that for the movie game, but I know you guys haven't seen it. No, no way. I definitely haven't seen that. Women's taste preferences change when they're pregnant. Yeah. Oh, you, oh, you knew that? You've never yeah. heard of a woman getting cravings but before? You, did you know why it was happening? No, I no, but Because it changes back when they have the baby. Yes, yeah. it's for a short time. It's, it's not all the way through the, the pregnancy. The kid the right either. stuff. To the breast milk. Is it? I don't. Think I don't so. think so. It's fact. Where did that. you hear that? Uh, this episode, really? Because Kamar, what you eat? I don't think that's how it works. Like if you three months into your pregnancy are eating nothing but pickles and ice cream, nine months later, are you really <laughs> still going to have that in your breast <laughs> milk? I've never heard pickles and ice cream actually happen. Like you just how many keep filling you know? up. I hear like stuff like spaghetti bolognese or yeah, just sure, sure, stuff. sure. I just meant sure, but pickles and ice cream. I think is what someone said as a funny thing. No, sometimes. They crave pickles. I get. We're, can... we're saying there's always outliers. There's always. Anyways, there's all about you'll, the lack. You'll of have moms who are vegetarians who all of a sudden will crave meat. 
for the breast milk because that's the body telling you, like, even though you think you care about the planet and the nature. Sure, maybe that's it. I don't know, man. That happens, though. You're making it seem like this idea of cravings is a giant scam. I think you're trying to argue with science here. I am not. I am not, man. Women like to be pimped out. (laughs) That's that's right. That's right. I'm sorry. sorry. Um, Daughter guarding behavior. So when boys and girls are raised, there's more protection um, from the parent. I mean, there's always exceptions, but the the parents are more concerned about the mate, the girl getting pregnant, what it's going to happen to her than the guy. Another difference between men and women. Yeah. Exactly. I I don't I mean yes and no though, like Simon, would you another difference would you not have been equally woman. concerned about Shep getting a girl pregnant yes, at sixteen I, I, as I, you would have even well, getting it depends pregnant who the girl is. If the girl's super rich, he's like you you're in now, brother. If the girl lives in a box in Vanya, he's um, like, What did I tell you about I you don't think condom? it's good either way? And I think what this guy was talking about was um I can't remember the point he was trying to make. To Joe. If your wife was rich, you wouldn't work. Correct. Yeah, we established that earlier on. If your, wife, if, if your wife was rich, yeah, could you live having different guys coming over during the week so her to do her OnlyFans? I mean, you don't have to work. Yeah, but I think this is where they had a weird understanding of OnlyFans. Like, a lot of girls on OnlyFans are just fucking flicking their bean in bed. That's fine. We'll go back to my example. Okay, what, fine. What did you say? I missed it. His example I, is I this. Your wife has an OnlyFans, okay? Yeah. You're rich off of it. Okay. It makes a million dollars a month. You don't have to work. You yeah. can just chill. Yeah. The stipulation is, of course, that she has to get railed by some big dick dude like three times a week. So there's some big dick young guy coming by three times a week who's well, like, Oh, nice to meet you, sir. I'm about to go fuck your wife. Yeah, I don't know why your wife being rich has to come from no, no, it's, the fact that she's getting fucked stop. by other dudes. Listen, it, you have to go with his hypothetical. There's, no. an, there's an issue no, if it was I the don't same want person. To be rich, I don't but it, no, it's, it's always a different person. It's gross. Influencers, whatever. This guy's got a huge flaw on TikTok. He's just going to eat You're me never going to be happy with your wife. You can't you do know it. what I mean? Are you saying that a woman could be happy if her man was doing that? No, I don't think she could. Happier. But I think I could do it. If I was stupid rich. I know you could do it. I no think problem. I could do it. Like even the. First of all, it would get you. I think the would be so like, into it. Yeah. So it's. There are ex- yeah, yeah. Exceptions to every single person. I mean, person. there's exceptions to every rule, but for the most part, nobody likes to get cheated on. You know what I mean? Listen, like I started well, off with. cheated on. Cheating. Part of the cheating uh, is deception. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're lying. This, but if, is, if this, is, we all this know, is just sharing. And you're getting on your private jet to go do gigs. And, and you're fucking on, other no. checks. It's still... Che- listen. What's the point of a relationship? Let, if, I, if I go upstairs right now and I say to Mary, I'm going to go fuck another girl right now. You have no choice in the matter. That's still cheating. Just because I've explained it to her doesn't mean... No, but you're assuming that because you're making all of this money, your wife is okay with it. You explaining cheating to that what you're going to do is still not cheating. It's only... You're only big trouble when you leave the house and do it. No, I think you're... No, she was no, super No, if you even pissed. mentioned Yeah, it, what are you, fucking nuts? Yeah. yeah. You you're telling me that if Simon went home tonight and was like, 
Hey, Halima, I'm just going to let you know, about this doing week, this. I'm going to fuck some other girl. I'm letting you know so that you're not angry. Yeah. He'd be sleeping somewhere else. Oh, what you thank you yeah. so much for the heads yeah. up. But we're going to Paris. <laughs> if, but we're go- it, no. It's not going to happen. He doesn't fly. We're just throwing stuff up in the air. I get air it. Right no, now. Mary would still, no, Mary would not be cool with it. And I wouldn't be cool with it either. I yeah. would, I would. There's just, no wrong answer. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't. No not worth it that's interesting it's kind of like that would you go to jail for 10 years or or not see your family for 10 years to so maybe in this example joe the women are just flicking their bean but he was just i have many friends yeah many bean flickers two people whatever whose (laughs) girls are big on OnlyFans. that's what i didn't understand like bean flickers if if all my bills are being paid by my girlfriend masturbating on OnlyFans and we're going on trips and all of our bit like and she's taking provocative photos to promote that on her Instagram. Why would I be angry? Okay. okay. Was Adam 22 on Rogan? No. My he oh, wasn't. Yeah. No. Eh? Um, I, I had a dream. What if a different girl's coming over all the time? Great. But you can't participate. Don't care. Well that's a little better. So that changes no, everything. No, no, that's way better. A little better? Sorry, it's way better. I would need to know if my wife liked it or not. Like, Don't if care. she was like, no, this is just work, but I still like dick. You know what I mean? Well, that she's would, still, hold on. She's still fucking you. You guys still have a great sex life. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. As long as she didn't, like, get feelings for it. No, you see, there's still, I don't know. It's weird. Well, that's so a, your that's fear a... is that your wife is going to become a lesbian because your dick isn't good enough? No, be just end up with somebody else. I think that would be what the fear for everybody would but be. But you know your wife's not a lesbian. It's, for, it's only for the OnlyFans. I mean, if you love, then you love, you know? I don't know if you, like, maybe, Matt, you fall in love with Kamar, and that's it's just, already like, happened, buddy. you're not a homosexual, but you love Kamar's Again, dick. there's no that's wrong answers. Matt would is. have no problem. Imagine that's, like, I'm not gay, dude. I just love Kamar's dick. Yeah. There's it's a difference. one dick. Yeah. What are we doing here? You it's cannot handle a guy. You could handle a girl. You could handle either. That's it's, it's fine. What is and he? You could handle what is both. he saying? Yeah. I think so, yeah. You're yeah. talking about like. So we oh, almost we are like polymorous or polyamorous. We'd be bottoms. Is that the idea? No. Tops. No. No. It had nothing to do with that. Uh, the OnlyFans. His point was that I'm okay with women, not men. You're okay with neither, and he's okay with both. So we've literally played the oh, field here. Right. Like, and, we're, and we're all okay with like them just Kamar's wife. The yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like you'd have no like. problem if your wife worked at like a strip club. This is, How about this? This is a different scenario. Let's ask a better probably, question. I probably wouldn't do that. Only let's, fans. Let's ask a better question. What well, is, what do you mean? You're talking about somebody coming in and getting fucked. That's what's the difference? Simon? To make millions of dollars. New hypo- you don't make millions of dollars at a strip club. Gotcha. New hypothetical. What is the threshold of money? That your wife would have to make a month off OnlyFans for you to be comfortable with her just just masturbating on there and getting oh naked God. and showering and stuff like that or whatever. Um, but so she's not. Just keep in mind, she's not fucking other people ever, yep, ever. So it's just it's just her getting naked and doing whatever. And she had no problem with this. Well, she obviously has started it, yeah. But what I'm asking you, so she comes to you and says, "I'm going to start an OnlyFans." What yep. is the amount of money after a year that she has to be making? Every month for you to be con- comfortable with her continuing. And she's just flicking the bean. That's it. Yeah. Like I said, maybe showering. I don't know. Maybe making yeah. a cake naked. Who gives a but fuck? no men. No men nor no women. women. No one coming in. There's no Solo one. Solo artist. Yes. No one ever comes in. And that's never going like to be on the, the table. Truest, um, 
OnlyFans. That's yep. the way it That's, started, yeah. right? Yeah. Traditional. Yeah. That's why it's only. It's the missionary. Yeah. It's the real The one. missionary of OnlyFans. Um, yeah. What is the amount of money? And I'm sorry. It would have to be a lot. So I like $1,000 a month, that doesn't cut it. No way, man. I think it would have to be like millions of dollars. Mil- so even 10 grand a month wouldn't be enough. 10 grand a month? No, I don't think so. Don't 120 know. grand a year, free and clear. I mean, maybe if she wanted to do it. No, she does. In this hypothetical, she has come to you and is like, I can bring in, I believe I can bring the family 10 grand a month. Like, you don't need to work no more. Well, is 10 grand enough? enough I don't know. That's what I'm saying. When is it that? Well, I'm asking you. Is 10 grand enough? It's not enough. I need to have like jets and shit. If we're living in this imaginary world, I want yours is obviously like 100. I want a a personal jet. I want to make some money. I know you do. I'm frustrated by that. I want like you? Okay, I want like fifty. <laughs> I want fifty million a year. Fifty million a year. Yeah, you're stupid. A million dollars is fine. Yeah, I think a million dollars. And and Ashley's lower than that, but for you, I'm just trying to like. Again. Would you suck a dick for a million dollars? No. <laughs> I'm like, whose dick do I have to suck to suck the dick for a million dollars? Yeah, gotcha. You couldn't even get through the question. You were like, whose dick would you... Rah, 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 rah. The answer is always yes. To finish? To, to, fin- complete, to completion? You gotta swallow. No, even better, you gotta like jerk it off into your face. You guys have you guys used to suck a dick for a million dollars. Something... Ch- you oh, yeah. I'm, no, no, I just had to give it some thought. I can't no, just, there's no thought. Because a million dollars is not as much money as you think. Sucking a dick is not as bad as like Would some you, of the jobs I've done for a lot less money. Okay, for what, years. Is there an animal out there that has a dick that's like human size? I don't know. I thought you'd be the expert on this. If so, would you rather Gorilla suck or that or a man's dick? No, I have a better one. Would you rather suck the same dick to completion ten times or ten different dicks to completion? For a million dollars? No, no. There's no money, but you have <laughs> gun to your head. <laughs> <laughs> the same guy 10 times yeah or, or 10 different guys same once. guy we're gonna build a rapport <laughs> i'm gonna figure out what he likes each one would take longer and longer as you're learning the ins and outs but um yeah oh, that's right because you can by the by the eighth time you've got this guy down to a science it, right so there's a number 10 million dollars you'd suck a dick like what do you want oh 10 Great million you have first to. or you have ooga to. booga yeah 10 million you have to Come there's on. no you amount of family. money in the world you'd have sex with your mother for no whoa <laughs> Uh, what, what are you writing down? You have to so save quick? her life. You have to save her life. Oh my but god! Oh, she's dying. I'm sorry. There, there is another. There is a number for your mother-in-law. Mm-mm. No amount of money in the world. Zero amount of money yeah. in the world for either. Zero. Yeah. Oh my god! Absolutely wow. for either. Yeah. Zero. Zero <laughs> yeah. amount. Yeah. In the whole world, zero. I might be more really? likely to fuck my mom. <laughs> come on, come on! Like, is there just a number and play for everything for you? No, I, I agree. The, there's no mother. No, no. There's no price what about your mother. father? Hey, I, 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 I do for free because I. He's just to me. He's your stepdad. Does that change anything? Like, well, yeah, that's no, just like all the porn no we're watching on TV relation. right now. No, nothing. I that's a business world. transaction. I saw the hundred percent. That's a business. Tra- what about your sisters? Oh, that's disgusting. Well, hey, you're the one talking about it. I saw no. the wildest video. I was video. like, you suck a dick, and now you're talking yeah, about Yeah, now you're going else. into... In, yeah. I saw this video on Instagram the other day, speaking of incest, where it's this older black woman and this young black dude in a do-rag, and he's sitting behind her kind of like... And she's like, we had our first kid when he was 16. We had our second kid when he was 18. 
And then there's a long pause, and you can see him shaking his head, and he's like, and today we found out that he's the first child I gave up for adoption. Oh, my and God. I, I honestly was sitting what? there. Whoa, what? I was literally Run like. Run that by me again? I told you. It's an older black woman. Yeah. And a younger looking black gentleman with a do-rag. They're sitting okay. on screen. And she's like, we had our first kid when he was 16. We had our second. I gave birth to our second kid when he was 18. And then she goes, and today we found out that he's the first kid that I gave up for adoption. Oh, my God. Okay. The internet is fucking wild. Yeah. I just no, prayed. No. It's funny because after I put the phone down, I was like, that's enough internet for today. And then I thought to myself, I hope this is fake. So I made, I the, just pray. I made the mistake of um, YouTubing MILF Manor. That is the grossest fucking show of all time. I can't believe that it's on TLC, the learning channel. Well, we learned that's a listen, bad idea, but listen, I forgot. I was telling that milk man a joke. I get it. I get it. If there's like, um, they shifted at one point TLC, they were all uh, cooking and uh, home repair. Yeah. This makes no sense, dude. Milf Manor. Have, did you, you, you watch the whole watched, thing? You haven't watched TLC I saw recently. enough of episodes to understand what the fuck was going on. No, but you didn't on. see the sickest part of the whole thing. Uh, maybe I did. Is they go on a date and uh, someone from their lives comes. The girl comes, I saw The ex-husband. Oh, that was so weird. It was so uncomfortable, and he it, it, levels. There's levels it's to this shit. It's the most shit. disgusting and when premise. I've watched the worst it's thing all ever. These it moms gets worse. Pimping out their kids, like it's so fucking gross. Mm -hmm. It really, I cannot believe that it's a thing. In I can't believe it's a thing. Well, it's funny. I saw someone the other day. They were like, they were like, I'm cool with getting rid of drag queens uh, telling stories to kids, but I think we're also going to have to get rid of child pageants first. And I was like, that's a fucking great point. Mm -hmm. That's a fucking great you're point. You're one of the same. Yeah, I died. If you're going to... You know, no, but if the you're point, a pedophile, you just put a little thing on the screen and say, <laughs> it's ch child porn. I just, to me, I was like, that's a fucking... That's a great point. But the same people, it's like the same team who support both things, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, getting rid of the... No, because my point is there's a lot of, like, white conservative parents that are putting their kids in these, like, yeah, pageants. Yeah, agreed, and those are the same people who want to get rid of the drag queens. Yeah, that's my point, yeah. That's what I was saying. So we are on, like, the same page, yeah. Okay. I think you were saying 100 years ago you'd only be exposed to, like, 12 mates in a lifetime. Yeah, and now you have the whole fucking world at your fingertips. And the, the, the Instagram, the internet. How many followers do you think Selena Gomez has on Instagram? I know she's like in the top 10, so I'm pretty sure she's got probably uh, like 120 million. I was going to say like 57 million. <laughs> 404 million. Yeah, that makes sense. It's crazy. The Rock probably has a lot of Instagram The Rock is in the top five. Do you, I, know the t I know that number one is Instagram. That's the most followed Instagram account, but that's a cop out. Number you said Instagram? Yeah. Oh, it's, they have their own Instagram I, I, page. I, I understand. What I know saying. that two and three are Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah, I think uh, one of the Kardashians is next. And then I think The Rock is like five or six on there. So he's got to have more than Selena, I'm thinking. And that's, that's when you're rich and you don't have to do anything. I mean, that, you know what? You just you brought up a good question. Like, you have to keep that up, though, right? 
Yeah, but you have to flick your hair. You have to say, "I'm using this makeup." I mean, you got to do. You have yes, you have to do stuff, and there's behind the scenes. But you're you're but, you're not going to set and uh, but the rock yelled at by does. director. Well, what? Who knows? Are you talking about wrestling? Who knows no. what someone has on the rock that he has to do that, or Goggins, or any of these people? Do that. what? Anything? Just just a voracious appetite to work and create content on a massive level. You know what, though, Kamar? I always think about it like I. So when we talk about, like Simon said earlier, like if my wife was rich, I would just stop working. Um, I think if you were in a position right now where you had 400 million Instagram followers, um, you'd be crazy to to stop working. Like you just make hay while the sun is shining. Like you have that this is your work. Well, that's what posting. I'm saying. Though, is you, you have get this, paid whatever proposed. If I had Joe Rogan money, there is no. Fuck. I would spend the rest of my life enjoying all of that money. You but I think but maybe I would do some comedy on the side just for kicks, like just but like for the most part. But Joe Rogan's a good example. Do you not believe that Joe Rogan is doing everything he wants to be doing and nothing else? I mean, yeah, he likes doing the podcast. I'm sure that takes up a lot of his time. I really? How much time do you think it takes up? Other than like I believe that he shows up, they record. Well, let's say they do three a day. Okay. No. They this don't, is the whole right? this the whole thing day? to this is Whatever, it although matter. it comes over five days, what that five days is done. If it's all done in one day, <laughs> it's a breeze. It can't be done. Well, I, well, I, no, I wouldn't say that it's a breeze because when we have really long episodes, I'm done. So if he uses six hours and does another three, it's quite amazing. Totally different though. You're talking to the same people for six hours. If you had mm-hmm. if you had a different person point, coming in point. to have a different conversation and you broke it up with like an hour, you might be It's not like he good. comes in on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and does episodes. He might. We don't know. No, there's I'm, no way we know that. I'm so, just saying, it seems like most of them are recorded early. So he probably wakes up, he does his fucking ice bath, he does his rituals, he goes into the studio, which is a fucking playground. Like it's not like you know, like the days where we had to go into the R studio in the summer, like none of us were looking forward to that. It was 900 degrees in there. It was hot as fuck. No like, flow tank. And, <laughs> and he has his archery there. This is what I'm saying. Those. It's not, that's not, you know, like let's say the guest is late by 20 minutes. It's not I even... think it really depends on who you are. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I agree. Like, it just, whatever. I, I, I don't know. I, it depends on when you get your money too. I think that makes a big difference. If you've already put in a lot of time yeah. and maybe you're just like, well, I need a break. And if it came to you without, you know, if you only had to work for like 10 years, like you're, let's say you're a comedian. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And you get famous at uh, 25, 28. I, I don't know, whatever it is. Like Kamar, if, if tomorrow something happened, we went viral and we started getting a million downloads consistently every episode. Um, I'd be willing to fucking put in a ton of work for this thing for like the next 10 years just to make, just so all of us could make as much money as possible off this thing that we thought would make, you know what I mean? Like that to me would be a no brainer. I would, I'd work. Oh my God. I'd put in 10 hours a day on this thing. Well earned. You earned it. We haven't. Fuck you. No, I'm just saying though, that seems like doesn't like Kamari, if tomorrow you took off in comedy, that would be easy for you to work the next 20 years doing that working in comedy. Wouldn't it? Till I got canceled. Okay, but you don't believe in canceled, so it doesn't matter. But wouldn't you? Well, what I meant, till I, till I self-sabotage or something like. Sure. But hopefully, ideally, ideally, I would like to say to you, yeah, yeah, that's what I do. But you're, yeah. do you're doing something that you love. And I donate so money to, to, to charities. But like you said, Simon, I mean, if, okay, so let's say 
you guys win the lottery tomorrow, okay? Mm-hmm. Halima buys a lottery ticket, you win fifty million. No, I'm in. I Breaking know that's off five I, grand I, right away. I buy it all five the time. More where that came from, boys. I'm sure you're going to move somewhere tropical and just spend your days sure. tanning on the beach, yeah. whatever. But at some point, you're going to probably set up an art studio, a nice one, and you'll probably then yeah, do I'll a fi- lot of art. I'll find the thing I like to do, whatever it is, yeah. even if it wasn't art. Let's say it was. Um, but stop! My my I, collecting stamps. I use art for two reasons. One, it's something you're good at that you already do. And two, it's something that makes money. So the reason I said it was like, if tomorrow you guys won the lottery and you moved to Costa Rica and you started just painting every day on the beach, that's your thing. And then after three years of painting on the beach, you have a specific style that people love and you start selling those pieces for like a hundred grand each. Yeah, no, no, I totally get what you're saying. I'm just saying it wouldn't even matter what it was, though. It that sure forget that uh, I like to draw. Maybe I like to fucking um, stick my dick in trees. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, no, I'm just trying to pick something that you can't turn into money. Sure, here, you know. Well, unfortunately, with OnlyFans, we can, we can monetize do, that. All some I want to do is stick my dick in trees. Like that's what I would do. I don't care that. It's nice that you would be able to turn your hobby into cash, you know? Just out of curiosity. It doesn't have to. If I had all that money, I would not care. So how many trees have you fucked? Only two in my whole life. Okay. And they were- what else you got there? They were both birch trees. There used to be, you'd only have like uh, access or meet 12 mates in a lifetime. There's way too many options. There's way too many distractions. And it's actually difficult for parents to parent- because they can't say, I remember when I was on Instagram, like, you could talk about dating and, like, punch, go up and punch the bully in the school, but there's so much added pressure and it's just a different world. Well, I kind of disagree with you because most parents are on Instagram themselves. Yeah, but they didn't grow, they, they didn't go through high school with it. Someone now will be able to, hopefully, unless, like, we're saying TikTok is, like, the, the, the creme de la creme of social media that's not necessarily a good thing. If there's something else Five years from now, whatever. You know my opinion. I think that this whole thing has been a terrible blight on society, all social media. I think just top to bottom, we would have been better off without it. Our, my children would have been better off without it. I would have been better off without it. Their children will be better off without it. His advice was um, if you like someone, obviously the, you guys don't have to take this because you guys are so lucky to have met your special person, but go on a vacation with them. And not necessarily a really nice vacation, but just one where you you guys don't know each other and you sort of need each other to see how you guys work together. You know where I think? I think if you want first dates, the two best places you can go are a comedy club and an escape room. Ooh, the escape room is is really good because that's that's pressure yeah, on pressure, the whole Critical thing. thinking. You get to see them under pressure. Are they chill? Yeah, communication. You get a lot of that. I'm telling you. Not for black people, though. They should probably just avoid escape rooms altogether. I but. just went to an escape room last night. I don't know. Did you? I did, yeah. Did you escape? No, it was a terrible one. It was oh, really bad. badly done. Anyways. And then, yeah, come our comedy clubs, because you get to see the person's sense of humor. So you know what I mean? Like, if, if a crass comedian comes up and they're not laughing at all, you could be like, oh, you know, okay, they're... That is a very good uh, bar. barometer. Yeah, of, barometer, yeah. yeah but exactly. a movie isn't, because you got to be quiet. Yeah, a movie. Well, a movie is just less. I don't know. I, I there's just less laughs per. You know, you get to see. I see what Matt's saying. Also, almost everyone knows to shut up during a movie. A comedy club. There's you get weird 
attitudes from people. Like if like, your girl starts yelling out I'm at out. the comedian, yeah, I'm out. you know She's, that. Or if you don't think they're funny and they're howling. Or if they yell out at you while you're doing comedy, they that would that be assignment. the ultimate. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. There's, see what I mean? There's a bunch of variables at a comedy club that will let you know a lot about. I would also say driving across the country. Yeah, I just meant first dates. It's a lot easier to be like. Yeah, don't to be like you're just looking date. as good test of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a relationship. Can I tell Rel- you the relatively be- quick into the relationship? Can I yeah, tell yeah. you the best one? And this is hundred percent best Here test. Here comes the master. IKEA furniture. Put oh, yeah. it together. If you yeah. can put IKEA furniture together and still love each other when that that's is funny. Done, write that. Write that down. You will one hundred percent get married. Write that down. If you can't afford a vacation. <laughs> Yeah, I get a shell. Get a fjord and <laughs> yeah, just go make yes, up. That's exactly. the punchline. Yeah, Simon, get that down. Um, are you? Am I your secretary? I'm said, already writing this. Bit, I, I by just, the way. I felt it sounded. Yeah, Simon, I, get I, that. I got you. Um, you did it a whole bunch of times. The origin of the patriarchy is by um, acquisition of resources by men, mm-hmm. and men thrive based on women's. Um, mating preference. We only acquired those to get married. Ergo, yeah, the, it's actually the women fault. have created the patriarchy. <laughs> That's what he said, but yeah. it makes sense. Um, there's well, it's because of their need to be pimped out, obviously. Thank you. Ideology for science. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, ideology of science? Ideology verse. versus science. science. Yeah. So that's what happened with the, uh, where he would be, ideology is, would be the enemy. Of science. In his in his position, because the only reason we're here is because we mate. Yeah. And we're different. And that's why we, like, it's just super important. Um, the effect of um, women have to live their life with, the, with their uh, fertility window as, like, a parameter. Mm-hmm. From the time they, they can get pregnant, they have to make the right decisions that they don't get pregnant when they're not prepared. And they have to make the right decisions on the end because they will no longer have that. It's not a whenever you're ready, whereas men can. Simon, let me ask you a question. Do you think, because you've been a parent, do you think that you're better off being a young parent or an older parent? I think there's benefits to both. Well, no, of course, but I'm asking you uh, just first guess, best guess. What do you think is a sweet spot? I would say young, I guess. I would agree. But there's definitely a sweet spot there. There's too young and there's, you know. Yeah, like 19 is probably too young, whereas like 23, 24 might I mean, be Maybe that. that's too young too. I like, think 23, What do 20... you consider old? 30s, for 30s sure. 30s is old to have kids? Not really. 40s is old to have kids. 30s is when most people have kids. I think, to me, I honestly think 20s is when you should have your kids. That's my opinion. That's your opinion. Yeah. 20s. Just arbitrarily or you have some like uh, facts? No, I just think you're still young and spry. So it's a lot easier to raise kids. Uh, I also think you're slightly closer. It's easier to understand your More kids. More relating. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like once you're, um, I don't know. You don't want to be too far. I agree. Like I like the fact that... Um, I was able to relate to my son a lot more than my parents were able to relate to me. Sure. And I assume that's because of the... I mean, even then, my dad... like We're pretty close. My dad was only probably 23 or 24 when he had me, but zero. We couldn't relate on any level. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Until we hit titty bars, you know what I mean? Like, And you got your... uh, Then we found our our even playing field, I guess. But even then, I was just placating him. I didn't love titty bars. I was just like, this is where you like to go, so I'm here. 
But I don't know. Like I, uh, I just feel like, yeah, like especially forties, I feel like forties is crazy. Yeah, no, I see, um, like now having raised kids, yeah, having had two little kids and watching people my age now who have like five year olds or something, Mm -hmm. four year olds. I'm just like, dude, I'm so tired now. At the end of the day, yeah. like I'm just so tired. I can't imagine having to come Playing home catch. and deal with like like sometimes I don't even want to deal with my dogs, you know? Yeah. Like I just Well, that's what I'm saying is when you're like 23, 24, you know No, I mean? that's you're... when you're meant to Yeah, no, but even when you're 30, I in my 30s I still had plenty of energy like I could still do all the same things. Now as I'm like pushing closer to 50, I find myself I also think about it like historically speaking, that's when people had kids. You didn't have kids yeah, when you were 30. Well, I mean. <laughs> well, no, am I could. wrong? You lived till you were like 40. That's right. So, I see what you're you know, saying. by and large, people had kids young. And I don't know. That's kind of what got us here. So it's. I think that. And now no one's having kids. So we're fucked either way. There are. Yeah. Well, well I mean, that's another issue. Point. Coming said, from a person who didn't have kids. Well, I'm a part of the problem. Yeah. yeah. I can. I have no problem saying that, Simon. Yeah. Part of the problem. But you should have just like um got a whole bunch of ladies pregnant, just not been with them. You know what I mean? Still ended up where you are now. I should have just been a Kidless, deadbeat dad. But just no, not even know that it happened. Just you that's know. a deadbeat dad. No, then you have to know you have kids. To oh, that's be a the stipulation. Dad. Interesting. Just get out there, make children, don't even know about it, and then so ignorance is bliss applies to deadbeat dadism I, I, as well. I, well, as long as you're keeping the population up. I saw a guy on Instagram that gets fully padded up in like O-lineman gear and finds deadbeat dads. You've I, seen. Dude, I saw it. He hits that guy so <laughs> fucking hard crushed. in the grocery store. I thought he was dead. He gets up and says something to him on the floor. And I'm just like, dude, he can't hear you. He's dead. Dude, there's a few people he hits where I'm like, Have oh, you seen that my guy, Kamar? God. Well, just imagine like a, a serious uh, like O-lineman black yeah. dude, like a big. Or no, like a, he's like a linebacker. Yeah, O line. That's what O line, D line, same thing. A linebacker. Yeah, he's a big well, he's fucking dude. The quarterback, I guess. Is he just walks up to dudes? He's like, "Are you Daryl? Whatever," and they'll be like, "Yeah," and then he just fucking like, "Boom!" And they cry. No, they're dead. Yeah, dude. Most there's of them. No there's no crying. They're, they're like most of them are just. They're fucking totally unconscious. And, and he's, yeah. how's he getting away with this? I don't know. He's the vigilante. Uh, what is he? He just goes after only know. deadbeat yeah. dads. But it's not assault. Oh, it's assault. Oh, it's, it's a assault. thousand percent and it's assault. It's being filmed, so oh, he's, yeah. he's yeah. amassing the evidence. It's out there. Yeah. Okay. Huh? He's wearing a helmet, so you can't tell who he is. I guess that's a good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they can figure that out. There's another guy too. So uh, and yet he keeps making videos. So there's another guy like he's this Iranian um, lifter, like power lifter, and he dresses up as a janitor and goes to the gym. And like dudes that are lifting heavy, he'll be like, excuse me, I just got to mop real quick if you don't mind. And they'll move. And then he lifts the thing like casually <laughs> and moves it out of the way. And they're like, what the fuck? It's like that guy who dresses up. He's like a arm wrestling champion. He dresses up as an old man. And arm and wrestles says, people. like, yeah, for $100. Oh just dusting everyone. Sorry, Kamar, keep going. Killing people. Women take uh, birth control, which is relatively new again. Um, and that changes their decision making. So who knows how many women are with the wrong mate, but they they were on birth control. They thought something got with that person and then they get off it and then they wake up like, I don't like you. 
that's um, a burden that they have to bear if they want to use birth control. It's weird that they never came up with a male birth control. No? Well, isn't that what uh, the... Um, the condom snip? is? No, but why? Why not just a pill that... You take like a woman takes the pill. I think we need someone responsible. Every sperm is sacred. We're gonna need someone responsible. Every sperm is good, and if a sperm is wasted, you know the rest. No, I don't. What are you even talking about? You never heard that in uh, Life of Brian? Is no. it Life of Brian? Is it Life of Brian? I don't know. I think it is. Anyways, uh, Matt, what were you saying? Uh, I don't think men are. Um, I don't think we have it in us to take the pill every day. It's about being uh, disciplined. The responsibility, yeah. So, okay, even better. Why not formulate a pill you take once a year that makes you... Uh, I'm sure... Listen, once, uh, I think the problem, and Joe mentioned, is that it always know, affects testosterone, and that's always... I think that's the fear. So we, women, give, we women, give the burden to women. Women have a higher value than men in the uh, scheme of things. Not they for can you. Make a, you. They can make a man. They can make another person. They can make a pimp. They can. They, they, <laughs> you need a woman to have a pimp. Yes, you and do. The, that's one of the deepest things I've ever said. <laughs> what came first, the woman or the pimp? Um, and what the coolest thing is, he teaches this course. He's saying, "Do you get blowback?" And like, yeah, there's complaints with a woman. Yeah. So he's teaching a course about the difference between men and women. There's like gender studies, but the real one. But he does it with a woman, so it's that makes sense. Where I bet you would not get that in any. Um, what does the woman do? It's not a man saying this is this is reality. There there are two genders. They're they're very important. These are why they're very important. Survival, whatever. Doctor man and a woman doing it. What does the woman do though? Does she Hold then on. like pull down her I pants and show you her vagina? Doctor Boss is like, this is Belinda. She's my bottom bitch. She's <laughs> she's just gonna stand there and do as I fucking say. I th- I think they play a completely equal role, probably in the curriculum and the teaching of the course. Okay, that's why I don't know what she go. does. Thank I you. just she's you just found like a, it interesting. She's not a prop was... for well, the. Other, uh... Otherwise, he comes across as just again. He's friends with Jordan Peterson, right? Should we stop calling Doctor Jordan? You Peterson? better get him. A... But even what you're saying is weird. You need a woman there to legitimize the science. I think with kids. Yeah, it's to soften the blow. I think. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's a spoonful of medicine. Look, you're gonna, you're about to explain. Spoonful of sugar. You're about to explain to a classroom of kids that half of them are going to be pimps and half of them are going to be hoes. <laughs> it's not so it's easy it's a to tough take. Pill to you know, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you want to yeah. have that fucking transition as easy as possible. <laughs> all in all, point. I thought this podcast was very sneaky, very sneaky, very sneaky. I don't know about sneaky. Well, obviously Simon didn't even All get what it was about. Lift your hands. I don't think it was sneaky. He, he immediately was like, just so everyone knows, this guy's friends with Jordan Peterson. I think that. Who, yeah. what, where? He was saying this episode was sneaky. Oh, again, and then he was I saying Simon I, didn't even realize that it was about what it was about. So yeah. it was Joe's passive aggressive way of keeping the, uh, like we need a episode about cancel culture next week. Just the same tropes that we sort of got tired of. Over the course of doing this. And I think that's why we gave this week not the highest rating. Is week stunk. The first one was cold showers, which you heard Tim Ferriss. We know there's only two tre- genders, which you've heard with Adam Ruins Everything, or, I mean, the list goes on. And Schultz was just down for, like you said, there's going to be a lot more of these guys 
when they're down performing at their mothership. I give this one a two. They all get twos. I give this a, a three. 1.5. This supports my right-wing agenda. <laughs> all right. Well, that's an episode. If you made it this far, that's incredible. Maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can do so for as little as $5 a month. Head over to patreon.com slash J-R-E-E podcast and uh, join up. Show us that you love us. For that $5, you'll get the post show. It's the show for the show we shoot the shit. You'll also get old episodes of This Won't Age Well, the show we go back, listen to old episodes and do what we do here. And uh, you'll get the new book club, the stupidest fucking idea we've ever come up with. And there's also a YouTube channel if you want to watch some clips of the show. It's uh, youtube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. Head over, hit that subscribe button, like a video. I don't really give a shit. That's it. That's an episode. We hope you enjoy this show. We hope you uh, have a great week. We hope you have a great weekend. And as usual, I think a short story club or maybe a poetry club would have been more in our wheelhouse. Keep your eyes open, everybody. Everybody.